This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Crimson Tinted of Belmong, Wondrous Shoe Puff of Sargantanus, Ramina Garamond of Siren. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Can't get a party invite because you are simply too ill-equipped? Need some gear at an affordable price? Looking to wet your beak with a hearty hot chocolate? Then come to Harshafont's Use Shield Emporium and Hot Chocolate Shop. We have everything a would-be adventurer needs. Protective arms at wholesale prices and something warm in your tummy. Every sale over 50,000 gil comes with a free coupon to have a hot chocolate date with our owner, Harshafont. So don't wait! If our prices don't kill you, then our shield quality will. Act now and get 20% off our newest model, the Lightning Lance Holy Shield Mark 60. Even the Warrior of Light can't pierce this kite shield. Harshafont's Use Shield Emporium and Hot Chocolate Shop. Because heroes need more than smiles. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 112. The big one, one, two. <laughs> Something like that. Man. Four weeks left. Four weeks. Four weeks. Oh, my God. Until Four. Stormblood. Yeah. You, just let, uh, you just let a Nero steal your countdown, bro. Four weeks. Four weeks. Only four weeks I'm left. I'm glad that you're paying attention. You know what? Maybe maybe if Juxa was more excited about being a red mage, he would have remembered the countdown. See? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Not a real red mage. He's more of a you ninja. You know what? I've actually been ninja thinking... Ninja red mage's clothing. I've been thinking we should probably go... Like, like, like when Stormblood comes out, we should go back and like with the poster and the t-shirt, we should amend it and make sure that Ascalia gets changed into red mage gear for those. That's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. We are, of course, live from Eorzea. Let's kick it on over to our Aorzean studios. You can join us, if you like, live in the studio. That's in uh, the Sargentana server. Plot. F- fifth fifth ward plot number 30 in the oh. goblet. <laughs> I gotta go to the chat real quick. Hashtag not my red mage. Fake red mage. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Get out. You're, uh, uh, you are Trump's red mage, Juxta. You're a red oh. mage. You are a red mage poser. You're a hot topic red mage. That's what you are. Oh, bird. That doesn't make con- make any sense in the context of Final you, Fantasy 14. I, I hope you haven't erased for that. <laughs> you, just a, you just did a Wayne's World drop. Don't talk to me about context. <laughs> Are you mental? <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Glad to have you along here live at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Callow, I notice you're not in the studio. Are you already playing Ashes of Creation? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just forgot. I have to leave uh, earlier now to be able to get to Juxta to come down here, and I just completely slipped my mind. Oh, yeah. Seems, it, it's funny how it slipped your mind Dude, two, weeks, two weeks 
weeks in a row. Are you sure you're no, subscribed? I was, I was here are last you, year. You, okay, all right. Your job. I was yeah. logged in. That was the juxta. That was the end of the show. I was. Check the transcripts. Anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Glad to have you along. If you want to call the show, of course we allow you to do that. You can line up your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Of course, we want to take your calls. We have not been able to really gauge reaction uh, from the video, the leaked video uh, from two weeks ago of uh, the individual who took and uh, data mined the benchmark. Um, If you want to call on that, we'll take your calls. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Of course, we did not get a chance to take your calls on that last week because uh, our uh, Limit Breaking Music segment ran the entire duration of the show. Again, shout out to NPC uh, who joined us uh, for uh, for that episode and uh, was a really, really awesome guest. And uh, yeah, if uh, if you know, if you want to give us a call and and be able to react to that as well as uh, we're going to take a look at the Revelations video today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, dude, there was so much exciting stuff in that leaked video. There like, really was. You want to see? You want an episode where we actually get excited about FF14? It was two ago. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we want to hear, uh, you know, what, what, you know, where's your excitement level at? Um, there was also earlier today in preparation for the live letter that is coming down the pike tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thanks, tomorrow. Yoshi. Tomorrow. Thank, thanks. Thanks, Square Enix. That's real awesome. Um, Eat my dick! Anyway, uh, but uh, in we, we, we did see a test stream on Twitch we earlier uh, we from the FF14 uh, community team and uh, there was actually there was actually like a lot of people have been mentioning in the it in the chat like what we saw during that just little bit of time that uh, that the, you know we were watching the test stream. Some so, interesting stuff, huh? Theory, maybe SE realized how mad we were about the stream being tomorrow and decided to do the test stream today for us. I mean, makes sense, right? They did it before we would be on the air. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Didn't tell anyone, and they're just like, fuck it if you miss it. Mm-hmm. Something else that uh, went live for us last, I think it was on Tuesday, Jux, you actually the first to debut it, you may have noticed in the stream, we have some new emotes, guys. That's right. We have two new emotes that are standard for all 499 users, uh, the Salted Earth emote and the Time Out Hammer, which I have seen people pairing up with the Juxta emote. Mm-hmm. It's very good, very good. Uh, and also, no. <laughs> if you uh, if you subscribe at our higher tiers, specifically the nine ninety nine tier, you get some primo stuff, and that is the kooky grin. Ooh. The kooky emote is finally here, and I guarantee you. No one is more hyped for that than Kooky herself. <laughs> that is true. She been uses it on, like, like crazy. Everything she says, the the emote has nothing to do with it. She'll be like, "Oh yeah, um, our neighbor's dog died." Kooky grin. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was. I, I was uh, finishing up my shift at work, and no one else was there. So I'm like, "Oh, I'll throw on Twitch real quick, and that maybe will help some, pass some time." And I go into Nariko's uh, Twitch channel, and there's Kooky watching her own image being yep. drawn. <laughs> yep. Speaking of, yes, we uh, would like to extend our thanks to Nariko Star. She was the one who designed these emotes for us. Thank nice you job. So much. They're pretty amazing. Well done. And there is one other one. If you subscribe at the highest tier, which is twenty four. 
$4.99, you get our special Yoship Gold emote. Ooh. The golden Yoship. Yep, yep. And I'd also like to point out, too, that we are six subscriber points away from being able to add another two emotes, guys. So if you've uh, been thinking about subscribing and you really want to help, uh, you know, further a cause... Two more emails. I challenge y'all to make that happen by hey, the hey, end of this. Ca- uh, Cavalone uh, pick, picking up yep. a new sub there Thank right you, there. Caval. Uh, Actually, we're three sub points away. Look at three that. Sub three points. Three we sub can, points. We can do that by the end of the show, guys. Come on, guys. Come on. We, can make we can do that by the end of the news segment. Come on. <laughs> yes, we could. Anyway, uh, so uh, speaking of uh, ways that you can support the show, yes, you can subscribe to the Twitch channel if you like. Uh, now, there are, are a variety of uh, different uh, prices that you can choose from, and you get uh, different rewards mm-hmm. for different uh, for different prices. If you submit bits in your subscriber, you can get a sweet little rump cock next to your name. Ooh. Ooh, that's very cool. Need um, ten thousand bits total don't uh donated though. Otherwise you just get a little like a little bit dick. Bit dick? You just get a bit, bit dick? dick? A no. bit dick. No, ten thousand. Can we do the, that? Ten thousand may be the high one, but Eiferdaw, he just puts like five bucks every now no, and then. I mean then. total donations of bits. Oh. It has to be over ten thousand. Like it goes all the way up to like a hundred thousand bits donated for like the highest rump cock that I've put in there. <laughs> the largest cock? The, the, largest, the largest rump, rump cock. cock. No, I thought he was just at like the five thousand mark. Are there a variety of rump cocks? There's different colors. There's different colors oh, of wow. rump cocks yeah. based on how many bits you put in there. Hot diggity damn. Hey, St. Cooper just subscribed. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, Anyway, but, uh, you know, speaking of supporting Limit Break Radio, uh, you know, yeah, uh, uh, subscribing to the Twitch channel is a great way to uh, to support what we do. And it's a great way to support our uh, encouraging us doing regular streaming, not just doing the shows. The shows are sort of a foregone conclusion. No matter what, as long as I've got Internet and my computer is running, you'll be getting a live version of the podcasts mm-hmm. here on Twitch TV. But if you want to encourage us to to stream more, do, you know, more game streaming, a uh, good way but to do that is uh, by supporting the channel through Twitch. But if you want to support what we do here through the shows, the the best way to do that is through patreon.com slash limit break radio. Uh, we've got a variety of stuff that you can, a uh, variety of rewards that you can get there, including a t-shirt. Uh, we've got a poster. Um, Postcards the, from Eorzea. That's right. The postcards from Eorzea. I'll get to that in a second, but we've also got uh, still some uh, path tags, I'm sure, right? We yeah, still yeah, got path yeah, tags. Yeah, plenty of shit. And, uh, and uh, the uh, LB Army dog tags as well. So, How much is it for Juxta to come kiss you on the mouth? Why would you want that? Well, I'm just saying, you know, everyone's got their thing. Some we're saying praise Juxta before the show I guess, starts. I guess. Um, they, they like licking shit. There's a lot of there's a lot of investment. For Some that people to are really gross. Some people like doing shots off my stomach. It's just disgusting. Uh, no, I do not like doing that. I was paid to do it. That's a freaking difference there. But you did it. Tasted like bacon and boy belly, belly I did that oh. so that belly boy butter so that I no remember I used vodka so it sterilized everything uh, okay I'm just gonna go ahead and let you think that anyway. and then I pour bleach in my eyes to get rid of the memories anyway so cause that's how you get <laughs> rid of memories <laughs> through your eye sockets I don't, I don't need my eyesight and I don't want my memories <laughs> do your thing bleach <laughs> 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 
Clorox. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, if you want to support the shows and, uh, you know, that extends all the way out to uh, Checkpoint Radio, you know, everything that we've been doing has been uh, by your support. And uh, it, it's it's really cool now to, uh, you know, really be uh, chasing an opportunity like Checkpoint Radio and to know that you guys, you know, the audience were the ones that gave that to us is uh, is pretty fucking amazing. I think, um, you know, I, I, I really have uh, have been proud of the work that we've been doing as a production crew. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to have you guys uh, as as the crew along with, you know, for Checkpoint Radio, for Final Encounter Cast, for Limit Break Radio. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm just uh, I am uh, immensely proud of the amount of work that we've been able to do uh, and uh, how, how we've been able to push ourselves in the last. 16 weeks to be able to you know get checkpoint done along with everything else um it's it's amazing and 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 every time you know it's like every month we just get better and better and better and we get better at this and it gets easier to do so um i i just i wanted to take uh take a moment to to be able to praise all of your guys's hard work and uh and thank you guys so but but you guys you know you guys listening right now really provide the my ability to compensate everyone in this room and and nika included uh you guys provide the ability to compensate them for their time for their effort and for their hard work and while if i had that in my own pocket to be able to to dole out i would um i i you know i don't and and it's by your good graces and by your support that uh that we're able to to do any of this so um thank you guys so much and uh and and we're really super excited to uh to you know be moving forward as limit break radio as a brand um and 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 keep this whole ball rolling so again if you want to support patreon.com slash limit break radio is the best way for you to support we see the most uh uh, amount of that money and uh again you know don't be shy let us know how we're doing and uh you know go ahead and give us feedback we we take feedback in a variety of uh forms whether it's through email or um you know uh carrier pigeon I mean, I guess. No, no. Do not send any more birds here. We don't need any more See, birds that here. That is true. That no. is true. Fuck birds. That is the one way we will not accept feedback. Yeah, birds are fucking terrible. Um, anyway, but yeah, you know, um, uh, whether it's through uh, the Patreon or, um, you know, through the, the chat room or whatever, we do uh, we do get your, your feedback. And uh, if you like the show, um, the best way that uh, you can ensure that it stays... Uh, at the same level of quality is by going over to patreon.com slash limit break radio and supporting the show. Um, all right. Uh, real quick, the postcards from Eorzea. Um, what's what's the timeline of that? I know I got my uh, I got my Bach the demon Bach, penis. That's right. Bach has been sent out. Penis, which, which, by the that's way, that's what I said, ass. I didn't hear a T at the end. Juxta, I forgot to change my address on that. So you got my Bach. So I'm going to need yeah. Bach, Bach, <laughs> Bach back. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, chickens in here? Come on. Uh, but yes, uh, the next one that's going to be finished will be Pops. Uh, he is still out there. And if you've been wondering what he's up to, or this postcard. What he's down to. Or into. Wink, wink. He's uh, six feet under. <laughs> he's not dead. Or is he? Have you heard from him lately? 
Well, I, guess you what? know, this postcard is going to be the answer to that mystery. Okay, this will show you what Pops has been doing. You know, we had a we had a long-standing bit on this show. Where in the world is Gamer? Uh, Where when in the world is Gamer? What was his last name? Did he have a last name? I don't think he did. There was FF11. There wasn't Game, last it, names yet. It was it, number. It was Gamer Gamer. Like Gamer 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 Gamer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're we're gonna claim the same creative freedom that Nintendo gets and call him Gamer Gamer. Anyway, right. uh, so uh, yeah, I think that that may be a new fun game. Like check in. Where in the world is Pop? I love okay. where where in Eorzea is Pops. Yeah. Well, we'll find out, I guess, with the first postcard. That's right. For him. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm just giving you guys more word just because. We just pawn it off on other people. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, when when can uh, when can everyone expect that? Uh, the Pops card will go out like most of the other ones uh, the first week of June, right? Yeah. The next month. The next month. Whatever the month is. Yep. On the first the first week, they go out <laughs> at what's, some point. What's the next month, though? June. Is it? Or is Are it July? Sure? It's June. Okay. You, you forgot about July in a previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, uh, all right. Let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit-breaking news update. All right, so to start us off, Square Enix has released a nice little preview entitled Smooth Sailing, where they outline for us a few of the quality of life changes that are going to be coming. For example, we can now take stuff off of different menus and put them down onto the hotbar. Now, they're they're showing us an example here, but it's all in Japanese, so I don't know exactly what they're pulling down. But I assume this would be stuff like uh, if you want to put... My pants. You can put your pants on a hotbar? No, you can pull my pants down. Hey-oh! Oh. Man, you just want to set the Yeah. So uh, basically, anything that's uh, on a menu somewhere, you'll be able to pull down and make a shortcut for your hotbar there, which uh, is probably most beneficial for console users, I would assume. Uh, other things, you can do stuff like, for example, when you're flying now, if you land, you can talk to NPCs and interact with them without having to dismount. Oh, thank you. Which, at first glance, may seem awesome until you realize you're now going to have people getting on the biggest mounts they can and obstructing your view and clickability of certain things. Oh, yeah. no. Not my clickability. Cool. Your well, clickability. Wait, people, people were doing that anyway. Like, they just weren't in the cutscene. They would just sit on the NPC. Yeah, like, that's okay. nothing new. I guess you're right, yeah. Uh, Is also, that a new mount in the picture? That's just Fenrir. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah it looks especially sparkly. You think they made sparkly Fenrir? <laughs> Twilight Fenrir. Would you not? Oh my god. They've also made it now so that if there's any debuffs on you or the enemy that can be removed, there will now be a special icon right there above the uh, the target bar that will show you. That way you can know if uh, I should be removing that or if that's something you know you just have to wait for the cooldown to run out on. And that's for detrimental effects. Thank fucking god. Oh, is that? Like, but the icon looks like a timer. Like, it doesn't even look like a as soon as this icon. I don't know. Well, I mean... Once you know what that icon means, you don't really need to have it look like an Asuna icon. It just needs to look like something recognizable. Yeah. I guess. Uh, They've also made a few tweaks to minions. Now, if you go into a duty or if you log out, when you come back, the minion will still be there, so you won't have to keep resummoning it. Woohoo! Awesome. I'm so glad that they're wasting development time on this. These are the weirdest QOL life changes I've ever heard. They really are. Like, they're QOL, but they're QOL nobody asked for or needed. Well, Nika, if you especially like the minion one, this next one should. Sure. Everybody asked for the Asuna change. Okay, Thank you very okay, much. Yeah, that one's fine. I'll yeah, no, that. Yeah, you, you fucking pleb, non-healer pleb. 
Jeb's Jesus. This next one tops it, though. If you are lying or sitting down and you oh, go no. into a duty, when you come out <laughs> of the duty, you won't have to re-engage that emote or that action. You'll just automatically go back to lying or sitting down. I don't have what? to. I don't have to retype slash doze. You mean? Yeah, sure don't. Oh man. Yes, this is this is the reason I bought Stormblood. <laughs> so glad these are coming. <laughs> also, no high five for you. To prevent congestion on high population worlds, some worlds have now been closed to transfers. You can no longer transfer there. Uh, oh, really? Some of those. Really? Uh-huh. Yep. Some of those. Obviously, Belmont's going to be one of them. Yes. Uh, Bahamut, Chocobo, Mandragora, uh, Shinryu, and Gilgamesh. Mandragora? Uh, Mandragora. 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 Yep. Transfer to the following worlds will be suspended until their active player populations have stabilized. Uh, and for all those, they have also suspended character creation on those high population worlds. All right. No more I, like level ones everywhere. Of mm-hmm. Congestion and shit, though. I have found that since the server mer- like move, that lag is worse. I don't know if that's. Well, your ping probably is a little worse. Just because like, of where the servers I it are was now. Supposed to be getting like better for well, your your actual ping is probably a bit worse because the servers are now out in like Sacramento. But you're not gonna have to do any more of that level three bullshit that would cause like the massive lag spikes. You shouldn't but, like, see that happen not, again. But like it's not just me either. I was doing some different twenty four man things and everyone's like, "Yep, yeah, I'm rubber banding." It's got worse for me since server move. Like, yeah, me too. Like, I don't, I don't see the point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, the point was to cater to their San Francisco player base. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> they're, just, uh, they're just following in Niantic's footsteps where they just give uh, the San Francisco players preference. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just they you know they need time to grow accustomed to it or something. There could still be problems. I'm sure if it's widespread enough, it's something that they will obviously address. Um, uh, also, uh, in regards to the stabilizing the server population, uh, the gill limit for world transfers for has been increased from 1 million to 10 million, and uh, you can now hold 5 million on your retainers instead of just 100,000. That's tra- that's transferring to low populations. Yes. Right. And yeah, I, I guess I get the idea with the expansion coming out. They're trying to balance the server populations well, a little bit. You know, the easiest way to do that is to allow wh- whatever servers you want to populate, allow free transfers to those servers. Yeah. Or, yeah, they, they, or they say that down here. Oh, did I miss that part? Or you just have forced <laughs> migrations and you tell people where to go. Because that always wow, okay, goes really Hitler. well. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I think, you know, you set aside a spot on a server that belongs only to them. And we can't really, you know, the uh, Aeors, you know, Uldah can't set any rules down. They have their own. They could put a casino there or something like that. They can run guild casinos. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, no. Your jokes are bad today. Yeah. Juxta. Really bad. <laughs> so, God damn. Uh, <laughs> Credit for all jokes now is going to Juxta, no, bad no, no, and no, good. No, no, I called you Juxta because you made a bad joke. Oh. Yeah, you want to try doing drops next? I've done that before. Yeah. No, thanks. Uh, so they had the big Stormblood preview out in San Whoa, Francisco. Whoa, you fucking missed like a whole bunch of shit down here, you idiot. What did I miss? Okay, in addition, uh, let's see. Uh, when you go to like low population servers, uh, transfers to designated worlds will be free of charge. XP bonuses will be applied to designated worlds up to level oh. sixty. Oh, Gil wow. and free time uh, play wait, free play time will be awarded to newly created characters that reach a certain level on designated worlds. XP bonuses will be applied to newly established worlds. And Gil and uh, and wait, wait, what I just said? You no. know, good y- job. You know, doing the news means that you actually have to read this stuff. I know. Sorry, I just missed a little bit of it. A little bit. That's, that's hey, like that's, got, that's pretty big. Free wait, gill and says, free XP. I got yeah. all the quality of life things in and there. Newly established worlds. Are they actually newly establishing servers? 
by that reading, yeah. It says that the the gill No, newly established characters. Oh. No, no, no. No, 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 no. There that's the reason you just read that twice is because the first one says XP bonuses and gill and free play time to designated worlds and then again to newly established worlds. Why would they add new worlds? That, I do not know. Yeah, uh, but it that definitely seems like, says that. That seems like it should have been an entire announcement all in itself. Ma- new oh, worlds. Maybe they're not announcing any new worlds, but in the event they add new worlds, this is already in place. Uh, uh, maybe that could be. Two, two, uh, someone in the chat saying that two new EU worlds oh, are yeah, coming. That's oh, right. Because Europe. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Europe. Europe doesn't count. Come on, guys. Xbox One exclusive worlds. <laughs> At least they're putting them all on the same server. I I mean, I understand regionalizing the servers a little bit more Mm -hmm. to be able to help increase, you know, help, you know, with the the ping and the the data packets and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I understand that. Um, But, I mean, at the same time, dude, like, this is not a game that really needs more servers right now. Like, there are way too many empty servers as is. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, that's why they need to work on shuffling people around and think, equalizing stuff more than anything else yeah i mean i i think i think you know given how low some of these low pop servers are especially in a downtime like this you know what i mean like you've got to do something i mean yeah, think about the, the so- cross the cross world server finder near the party finder whatever mm-hmm. like it only alleviates that to so much yeah, think about what sagartanus looks like right now it's a ghost town and we're a middle population server right. there's way worse servers than us yeah wow yep so, uh, yes, they had the uh, Stormblood preview out in San Francisco this past week. Uh, have you guys seen much come out of this? Me and uh, Jux were actually discussing this as oh, we were walk- hmm. walking up that we haven't really heard anything from everyone, anyone, have we? Um, you know what? I think maybe the live letter might be attached to that in some, some form. Because like, it was this until weekend. Until the live letter comes out. Because it was this weekend, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or during the week. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it was oh, during was the it week. Was it was like Wednesday, week? Thursday. Yeah, it was yeah. during the week. So maybe they're not allowed to release their we, videos or information. Look, we got invited, but our E3 uh, preparations are, uh, you know, like we've, we're concentrating on that. So, And believe uh, me, no one was more shocked that we were invited than us. <laughs> plus, plus, like, we're so far removed from this that it was like, how, how are we going to reasonably be able to get out there? Without blowing all of our budget. And there was just no way. So I so. said if we're invited, they should pay for us. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Hey, you know that show that we hate? Yeah. What if we paid for them to come out and play our game? <laughs> You're fired. I'm sorry. We're going to have to let you. It's just not working out. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. Uh, they released another Daddy of Light preview that we can spend half the show talking about. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, yes, please. JK. Um. <laughs> Well, here it why, is. Why not? Well, uh, we yeah, can, come on. <laughs> well, because we have important stuff to talk about, but we can at least watch it really quick, right? Uh, I don't know that these ever turn into really quick because... Just don't press the pause button. Look how excited everyone in the room got at the mention of a Daddy of Light preview. Uh, this makes my balls retract into my body <laughs> every time I see something from said. this. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. All right, here we go. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I think that first scene was okay. All right. <laughs> Hang on here. Hey, Four hold, hold on. Four seconds. Hold on. No, seven seconds. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That looked like a Guy Ritchie move at the beginning there. Dude, like, he's, like, looking at, like, his report card. I don't know what the hell that was supposed to be that he was looking at. A formal invitation to his link show. Maybe it was some type of, like, uh, bill for porn or something. All right. Uh, okay, so... And they ate ramen? So... 
The big defense that everyone has been mounting for this. People are mounting a defense for this? Some people have. Yeah, the people who are mounting a defense. Like Nika. Like Nika. Is that sarcasm? Hi. Like Nika, is that the in-game sequences, the 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 the, the way that it relates to FF14 is going to be critical. So I think I yeah. like we've we've picked apart some of the live action sequences. Definitely. I think we I think we should definitely take a close look at some of the in-game sequences here because you know, like ostensibly this is coming out of Square Enix. You know what I mean? Like they should have a pretty good ability to manipulate things like camera movements and stuff like that. They should. You, 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 that's what I'm. Or cock. You're right. They're gonna have cock in this, right? <laughs> no. Well, well why I don't would know. they not have cockatrices? Oh my gosh! Well, we what saw a terrible the, game. May, may, maybe throbbing Fuda Mithricocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we maybe. did see the 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 masturbation scene in the last video we watched. <laughs> that is true. All right. All right. Yes. Oh my god. Did he say yokai? Okay, yokai right. watch. Ooh. Yokai watch. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm glad they were able to beat Ifrit story mode. Yeah, there's an accomplishment. <laughs> boy, okay. Well, I didn't even oh, say. Wouldn't it be an accomplishment with your dad? No, uh, we beat it before I was out of the cutscene. So no. But the dad looks really was- excited, and the, the 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 boy is pumping his fist in uh, triumph. I mean, this He's really being a cure. Huh. It's because they're in the same party and they don't know it and they're beating a monster. It's exciting. I don't understand the problem with this part. Everything, Nika. This part is fine. It's, the whole it's actually project. a later scene that's the really fact weird. is a problem. The fact that they're celebrating at all, it's not an yeah, accomplishment. They beat Ifrit. The fir- okay, the first time you ever beat Ifrit wasn't exciting. Let's be real. Okay. No, I, was, no, I wasn't no. out of the cutscene okay. yet. I was pissed the first time I beat Ifrit. For the dad, maybe. But the yeah. son should be like, all right, now hurry up and pour it back and get your other cutscenes done so we can get the next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. There we go. That's a little bit more realistic. All right, let's keep going. Uh, a modest suburban home. Wow, he is so disappointed. What is happening here? All right, I know you said you wanted to focus on the in-game stuff, but no. Hold we on. We have to talk about the this. The dad was so taken aback. I, you know what? I think the abuse might be going in the other direction, Maybe, guys. Maybe, yeah. We why might have had this backwards. Why was he covering his nipples? Uh, <laughs> I noticed that, too. I'm like, well, that was a weird placement for those. That, all, the, everything that's happening in this is weird. Like It's, it's like he's training him in real life without him realizing it. Or something. Wax on, <laughs> whack off. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke, Juxta. All right, Thanks. hang on. Let's back this up here. Right. <laughs> like he just yells at him for seemingly no because his no his no reason. His porn magazine is up in that cupboard, and he's about to get out it that's again. That's a terrible place to put your porn magazine. I agree, but that's what's going on. That's the only thing that explains that reaction to the dad reaching or up into the he cupboard. Has hidden FF14 stuff up there that he can't let his dad know. Hidden about. FF14 porn. That's where it is. There it is. Can right. we get that as an emote? I'm, no, I don't I'm very. I'm still very confused by the scene, but okay. All right, let's just continue on. (laughs) Someone please translate what happened. I got away with it. Like he yells at his dad. I think it's more of a, he has no idea, huh? No, you know what this is? It's like his dad was doing something and he just spooked his dad. That's it. He just spooked an old man and that's like the highlight of his day. Congratulations. (laughs) 
congratulations. Hang on, I just we, I think we, let's, in let's, slow mo. Let's, let's take a look at, at this in slow mo here. That's what happened. He just came. Oh. <laughs> you think you think jizz is dribbling down to his ankle? Oh, definitely. Oh. I, I got to be honest with you. This is awful, but there is literally no chance that I don't watch it. <laughs> I might even kiss a dude. <laughs> how how are you going to be able to sit through it? The same I way I sit through Birdemic. You, you have to have multiple people there. Oh, it, yeah. It's a, this is a spectator sport. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. This is diff- this is so difficult you know, you know to what? watch. Green room videos. Ugh. We're watching these for green room videos. No, we're gonna get them flagged and taken down. SC will come after They're us for private. that. They're private. They're green room videos. We've no, had a green room used, video yeah. flag before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That still happened. Rick and Morty yes. flagged us. Yeah, Cartoon Network did. Yeah, he still can't do it even if you make it private. Damn it, dummy. Anyway, dumb. Um, ugh, this. Is the best any, thing ever. Any of the defenders of the like, how can you? How can you still defend this shit? You don't have to defend this. This is fine to watch anyway. No, it's not. This kid's no dick. This is I am comment section so bad. Like I look forward to this the way I look forward to deathbed the bed that needs. I mean, to be fair, like <laughs> Japanese and Korean dramas are always really really cheesy. So I'm honestly curious how this one compares to that one in terms of its normal. It's level gonna be it. the exact same thing except or if it's with, gonna be worse. Except it's gonna be interspersed with FF14 footage. That's then it. It might be okay. Mm. I am. I am so I ready for this. I can't okay, to watch uh, ARR cutscenes. Give, give me. Oh something no! That, I'm gonna have to experience ARR again. Nika, <laughs> you say it's gonna be okay. Give us another example of what you consider okay. Do you watch a lot of Korean drama? Um, I've I watched a few like Jade drama things back in the day when I was in like anime club, but I don't remember what they were. But like they're always like over level of drama. It's basically like what FF13 is, but like. <laughs> That is not helping. That is not selling it. Zero. That is not. The melodrama is high. Is it it like like, the the super sappy music while they stare at each other? God. No, it's the opposite of like Spanish dramas where it's just completely over the top. You know, I would have been way more into this if it was a Spanish drama. (laughs) For real. This looks like some high schoolers like media class project. You know, like, like. Like the if if this was if this was like a a, a Mexican you know like daytime soap opera yes. right it would be it would be like the dad comes home and finds that the son has already done Ifrit and it's like zoom in close Borgia! the son would probably also be like a busty girl instead though. well instead of like, I am fine with yeah. this I am fine with that change everyone in the family would be playing this game and the son would be marrying the mother in game unknowingly like that is the plot twist at end season one yeah, if this is a might Mexican st- drama might wow this is this even one. better than I imagined <laughs> uh, lastly in the news Final Fantasy 14 has teamed up with Papa John's Pizza. All right. <laughs> Until the 29th, if you use the promo code FANTASY50, you get half off your pizza. Can I get pineapple on it? Get the fuck out. <laughs> and then the Guess Twitter post is like, Dude, I'm bored, waiting, or you don't want to miss your duty finder queue to go get a pizza? We've got you covered. It's, Here you it, go. Maybe you know we can find out. You know what that is? It's because your duty finder has been waiting for 45 minutes <laughs> That's to correct. pop. That's, That's absolutely why. correct. 
No, I'm looking forward to finding out uh, who in the game likes pineapple pizza because I'm sure it's all of them. No, just like in Overwatch. I will kill you. Pizza. Oh my god! You see that yeah. proves it. Pineapple pizza is delicious. It is, it is the best. It is so good. I've loved it since I was a very small You child. suck at everything. Pineapple pizza is the work of the fucking devil. Yes, Have you ever idiot. tried it? Is that your complaint about it or are you have supporting that? Have you ever that? tried it? Yes. Of oh, course okay. I've tried it. Because I have delicious. friends. I have enough friends with shitty taste that would force that pizza order on me. Oh, so yes, so of course I've had to try it before. And it's if fucking dreadful. If you tried dreadful. it, you would know it's fucking amazing. It's oh, dreadful. It's Gordon so good. Ramsey himself has said that you are not not a human being. But fuck Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, who gives a <laughs> fuck what he said? I think like a gourmet chef. If he knows food anybody, then he does. The fact no. that of all the people on the show, you and Nika yeah. are the ones defending it. Because Conversation is cool done. Because we like things that are sweet. Living. <laughs> We're the we sweet, nice host, and we like sweet, awesome people. Oh, Jeff, oh. I mean, just think about like Widow, uh, Widowmaker. She loves pineapple pizza, and Tracer, she loves pineapple pizza. There you go. All well, of them. Wow, the two hosts with the least amount of interesting things to say, like pineapple okay, pizza. You know what? what? Totally amazing. I bet. I bet. Stop talking over the drop, you idiot. Jesus. Nope. God, you guys, you guys have been really bad about that today. I bet that in the Final Fantasy VIII remake, that everyone will love pineapple pizza too. Oh, I'm sure they will. They'll, you that's know what? what? At least then ate. something that's, good would come out of it. They all ate at the orphanage, and that's how they're going to remember <laughs> each other. They'd be like, "This pineapple pizza." I swear, we've all no, eaten this. No, I remember this no, somewhere. No, no, they're just going to rewrite <laughs> Zell to be obsessed with pineapple pizza no, instead of hot, hot dogs. dogs. <laughs> that's it. That's Not, it. It's a character change that doesn't need to oh happen. But you know what? It's going to happen now, and, and it's because it. you guys are the spawns I'm of Satan. Not since Salted Earth has our chat been so divided on a topic. Fuck pineapple. Pineapple. Pineapple pizza is so the, good. The worst thing. Uh, you know what? Fuck both of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're both now on mic timeout. Take that because dicks. you know what? Because I can I can accept Turn a lot of sorry. I can accept hey. a lot of points of view. <laughs> yeah. Like I, pineapple pizza is so oh, good. I, I can accept my microphone, you shit knocker. I can I can accept a lot of points of view on this show, but this is one that I absolutely will not allow you to defend. That is just a that is a crime against people. Pizza. You You're so excited about worthless garbage. You want this too? See, yeah, yeah, that's right. Horrible. We will not be silenced. Well, you, for you are silenced. Nika, especially. Yeah, rejected. Nika, Nika can't. Nothing can happen there. Anyway, all right. You guys are off mic timeout. Uh, anyway, terrible, terrible. It's so good. No, it's not. We're not talking about pizza anymore. Oh, what are revolution we got now? time. Oh, okay. No, that's the, not terrible. Well, at all. No, the, he, he was wrapping up the the wonderful Daddy of Light stuff. <laughs> no, I was talking about the. I, oh my God! I hope that you pineapple pizza. And daddy, I'm like, just a second. <laughs> Mute her again. God damn it. That's what was in their ramen bowls. Pineapple pizza. No, that's what the no, that's what the dad and the son were arguing about when he opened up the cupboard. He's like, no, you're not getting pineapple, are you? I, I was. <laughs> why did he put it on his nipples? <laughs> that's a better why question. He's hiding the pineapples. That's why we have to watch to find out. <laughs> well, that's fair. No, uh, I was and of just, course, I was like just everything on the show, we settle it with a straw poll. <laughs> I was trying to talk about the promotion of the 50% off with Papa John's. I think it's a terrible promotion because I think Papa John's is the worst pizza company ever. I actually agree with that. I, I don't hate, like Papa John's. I hate Papa John's Did you pizza. have pineapple on a Papa John's pizza? Uh, no. Okay. No, no. So that definitely could have been the problem because anything no, on that would be awful. It wasn't the problem. No. no the problem did. was the pineapple on the pizza. No. Oh. Yeah, that that is true. Um, yeah, but no, I they, I 
that's that's unfortunate that it has to be Papa John's yeah, that is the partnership. I mean, anyone else? Even Domino, anyone else? Even Domino's? I would have I would have taken Domino's over. I would eat Pizza I, Hut I like over that. I love Pizza Hut. Oh, you shut your Pizza fucking mouth. The best. Sudden. Oh, what? I love you guys, best. Do you guys have Donatos over there? No. What are you even talking about, Nika? <laughs> no, we have Green Lantern. Um, it's all around DC. It's a, it's a really awesome. We do have Green Lantern. Green, Green Lantern. I actually had Green Lantern for the first time the other day, yeah. and oh, it was fucking think? amazing. It's so good. Hey, Nika, do you have Bill Isle Pizza near you? <laughs> they're they're cheese. No, Donatos is a chain. I'm just. They're I didn't cheese know bread. They yeah, their cheese bread is oh, fucking so unbelievable. If you're ever in Michigan, that is like one thing you have to have. And is Green Lantern. Shields. Shields is also Shields like of that quality yeah. too. But yeah, no, I actually I I I like a pan pizza. If I'm in the mood for shit pizza i'll go to pizza hut right like yeah. if i want i it, do little caesar or little caesar if i'm in the mood for shit don't, pizza. why would you that's not even food <laughs> that's not yeah. even food your body can process it <laughs> so you can swallow it and not die at least too much faster and it's relatively cheap anyway it's, yeah five bucks anyway all right um so limit break pizzeria I really like how did this devolve into fighting about pizza this is because crazy. it's literally it's, a papa john's pizza ad that's why and it's an important conversation to have anyway uh before we move on uh, let's talk to shiro key who's oh hanging god out. oh my god really <laughs> we, we don't usually get callers in our news segment well no but i mean we're not gonna be doubling back around <laughs> to servers so i think that we should probably do this before we make them hold on for an hour that's and a fair. half that's fair right yeah yeah that's fine are you good we're good juxta yeah you fucking failure what i don't know what you're talking about anyway let's go to our phone my flat on my butt let's go to our phone lines and talk to shiro key of odin what's up shiro hello guys w- welcome to limit break radio yeah the first yeah. time for me yeah well cool. yeah he sounds so excited i'm just i'm just i'm He's just soaking a bit it <laughs> Yeah. He's welcome to Limerick Radio. He's soaking it yeah. in, man. Yeah. Uh, here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Pineapple on pizza is great. So. Oh, Jesus oh no. Pineapple is not good. Damn. Thank, thank you. you. Good thank caller. You. Good yep. caller. Thank you, Shiro. Um, you, you just bought yourself another 60 seconds. What's up? Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, thanks. So. Yes. Listen. Oh, yeah. I was just calling you. I will have a new server. Okay, yeah. What about the new server? They're really sex. The um, the problem I've with Square Enix, it's the on the on the new server they add some location of it and the fact is now for Europe when you need to connect on it, you have to pass by Japan before to come back in Europe. Wait, really? You had to go through. You had you had to pass through Japan to go back to Europe. Yeah, like if you trace. Wow, that's ridiculous. That is kind of silly. And it's like it's like the same for Australia. They need to go to Japan and come back to Australia. the The fact that mm, how can I say that? It's odd because I lost a lot of my English. (laughs) No, it's fine. the fact that they put down the server for 80, 84 hours in Europe to, if I, or may, maybe four days, if I remember. Mm-hmm. And since that, we have a lot of problems. Like, if you don't have the good internet connection, you can connect on the, on the server mm-hmm. because they say, mm, it's too it's too slow for you 
and um, uh, the launcher do doesn't uh, open it. Interesting. I have to ask a question, and I do not mean to be insensitive with this. You're typing a lot, and I just was wondering if you were typing for, like, translations. Because, like, if you are, that's amazing. Uh, no, I don't type. Okay. Because I'm... Are you eating out of curiosity? Yeah, there's something going on no, in the background there. Oh, the, this is maybe because my friend play on FF14. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, it, just with mechanical keyboards, they, they tend to be pretty pretty distracting. Um, but anyway, to, uh, to, to talk about that, you know, that's, I, I, that's really interesting that, that they would structure the connection to, to do that because, yeah, you would think if you're changing the location of your servers, the idea is that you want to provide less jumps between, you know, the person yeah. connecting and the server. The and on that had to be unplayable. Yeah. I mean, we're that's the, the fact that, um, for example, uh, now I've in, uh, in fact I've or oh, maybe one hundred or two hundred on uh, emails on lag. Wow! Do not remember oh, how do you say in English? So, so are you like rubber banding a lot? Are you experiencing a lot of you know character bouncing around and stuff like that? We we have a lot of uh, character with bounce, and for example, you, when you play on player versus player, that's amazing because you think you're gonna kill it, and just after it's you who is killing. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that being pretty problematic. All right, uh, Shiro, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, interesting perspective on the addition of new servers. That um, really is a... Like, they just made migrations of NA servers so that they would hopefully not but fix that stuff. And then they, they impl implement new European servers that are like 10 times worse. I don't know. It seems really... Yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure what the move there is. But, I mean, you know, they're going to great lengths to restructure their servers and to have players experience the least amount of downtime as possible. Um, who knows what's going on on a technical level behind the scenes? Uh, you know, it, it could be in a couple of weeks when all of the servers are up and running properly that the trace routes will look a little bit more uh, you know, look a little bit more normal. What I imagine is that they might be routing to or through different hardware on a short term basis, yeah. and and then moving forward, that um, you know, they'll they'll get that established. But I don't know. I don't know enough about connection jumps. Like I know just enough to 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 know a little bit. You know what I mean? But I I just I just don't know enough to to be able to talk competently about it. So. I know Final Fantasy XIV is really bad at it. Yes. Just like they're not pineapple the and pizza. Wow. You know what? You're a monster. <laughs> why did we have to take it back to pizza? It I'm does not, sorry. Does not Are you asking why Juxta had to bring something back to pizza? Well, I, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm asking. Do you not get enough of pizza at work? Actually, I'm pretty tired of pizza, to be honest. So shut the fuck up about pizza. It's just pineapple is such a terrible thing to put on a pizza. Why would you waste a pizza like that? Juxta, really let, me, let, me, let me ask you a question. You, you make and deliver pizzas. Uh, if someone calls in an order for pineapple pizza, what, what, would, how, what, would, what is your reaction? Like, what well, the first, we have to acquiesce all pizza orders regardless of whether or not there's pineapple in them. So first thing we do, we take the pineapple out of our ass to put on the pizza. <laughs> 
and we just make it as normal. See? There you go. That's mm-hmm. why pineapple pizza is the worst, because it tastes like ass. Anyway, um, thanks for, <laughs> Shiro, thanks for the call. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, we're interested to hear from you. We don't really care what kind of pizza you like. I think we can probably move on from that conversation. Please. But if you want to talk about any of the server restructuring, what... Ooh, Maybe Essie switched their provider to Comcast. Thank Yep. You know what? <laughs> That's a very good point. Very good point. That, uh, uh, that very well could be. If they did, uh, actually, you know, it was interesting. On th- I think it was Thursday, I wanted to stream. When I came home, I was watching TV for like five minutes. TV and internet goes out. Wow. See, I, with my Comcast, I have internet go out pretty frequently, but my cable never goes out. Yeah. I, That's really weird. Yeah. It was both. It was both. And then I was like, did I pay my bill? And yes, I did. <laughs> I did pay my bill. Um, but yeah. I'm that, glad that at least at first you were like, maybe this is on me. Let me check. Before he gets ugly angry. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's the thing is that if I have to dial that dreaded 1-800-COMCAST number, there's... There is going to be a fight. Like, <laughs> like I've got to prepare myself for that there shit. There was a firefight. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, if you want to call the show, 810-515-8715. Limit Break Radio on Skype. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We're taking calls today about the uh, hacked, not the hacked video, the um, dat exploration video that we took a look at uh Two weeks ago, uh, we'll also take your calls about the video that we'll take a look at next, which is, of course, the Revelations uh, video and uh, anything else you want to talk about. Again, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Pineapple notwithstanding. Uh, yeah, we Stop. don't we don't care about pizza, honestly. Um, so let's take a look at this video that uh, we saw this was released this week. Uh, and of course, our, fr- our good friend, friend of the show, Susan Calloway, uh, doing the vocals. For, we hang out on occasion for Revelations, mm-hmm. the uh, song, the Revolutions. The, is it Revolution? Rev- I thought it was no. Re- Re- it's Revolution. It's literally right there. Revolution. Yeah, revolution. Oh, okay. Could look like a war. Somebody, I've, I've, I don't know where I, I picked that up from. It's probably a Scalia. He's dumb. Uh, where did I? Where? You picked it up it's, from the outline. It's probably because yep. usually the word revolution doesn't have the S yeah. at the end. It's so it yeah, revolution feels is better weird. to say. Oh, we haven't heard revolution since the Matrix. That's true. Ugh. That is true. Uh, all right. So a uh, new track for revolutions featuring good friend of the show, Susan Calloway. And what was surprising about this video is just kind of how much story exposition that we get there's a lot just to an, digest i'm a little nervous that they gave us like a lot of big story points here, yeah i like, feel like they gave away too much in this one just i kind of think they did too another uh, square enix concession they didn't have time to make like a pre-animated cutscene, so they have to give us i was gonna say scenes that's that that's what i was most disappointed about is it just seems like a giant random mash of the cutscenes. But I think that they might still have some some surprises up their sleeve. All right. So uh, let's kind of take a look at this sort of like we would uh, limit breaking music segment where we just play it uh, all the way through. Oh, oh, I got to give this to, 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 to Yugi Moto in the chat. Do they even know any story points? They don't play the game. Well, to be fair, nobody um, knows if there are any story you're, points because right. nobody's played this nobody game's played Store Blood. Store Blood. <laughs> so, right. to be fair, you know what? So He's right, suck it. It didn't hurt us at all. I know. <laughs> I play the game. I don't know about y'all. Good, good burn. I good don't. Burn. I know. Thank you. 
Hold up, let me do some research. I'm going to go learn the story before we talk about this. Yeah, someone g- grab the uh, grab the encyclopedia really quickly. Let's the lore book. It. Yeah, that's there. We Where go. is my lore book, by the way? It's right down there. It's like well, what is Fritz yeah. doing with it? it? Fritz doesn't have it. It's on the bookshelf. You oh, dildo. You, you pointed to his portrait. It's not Fritz in the portrait. What? <laughs> Anyway, uh, so uh, let's take a look at uh, the video for Revolutions. We'll let this play in its entirety first, cool. and then we'll go back and uh, and watch it and kind of pick it apart for uh, um, you know for plot points and stuff like that. Won't we get flagged? Uh, I mean, caution to the wind. Like I like I said, we we. Uh, should probably, you know, talk, talk over, over it like yeah. we do for Limit Breaking Music. Which we can do. Yeah. Look, look, this is the campaign event starting. <laughs> Huzzah! Aww. And there's your beautiful voice. A lot of this right here is from 3.5. Yeah, we're getting and, caught and, up. Yeah, yeah. Which that happened in, with Dragon Songs, too. Yeah, the Dragon Song one was the same yeah. way. Right. Sultana and her not actually dying. Yeah. Spoilers. Okay. Spoilers for an entire... For Kooky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poor sorry, Kooky's Kooky. still in a realm reborn. <laughs> Welcome to your new home base. Um, I, I'm not sure that does, do, do you guys really feel like this stands out among the trio of songs? This is my got, least favorite of the We've three. got, yeah, between Answers and Dragon Song and Revolutions. I, I think so simply because it's made to be a call to battle and this feels like, you know, you can see the marching band in, in a war, like, playing this, like, there's certain parts of the song that are very, like, like a, like a march, like you're walking into battle and I felt that a lot. I don't think the video helps. I need to uh, listen to it a few times, like, just the song alone uh, to really know, but right off the bat, like, right off the rip, it, it's definitely not as good as, like, Answers. Answers was, well, for example. Well, not, I don't think anything could ever top answers, personally. But yeah. I, I do really like this. Well, one. and I didn't care for Dragon Song that much when it I first like came out, but now I like it more than I like Answers. That, uh, uh, I, say, I, I agree uh, with when it first came out; it doesn't resonate as much as it does now because obviously we connect stuff through the story with it. Like you know, in right. the lyrics, we can hear certain things, and that's probably going to be very similar too once we play through it. You know, when they say stuff like you know, families torn, blah 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 blah. We'll have, a, we'll have a context for a that. A different yeah. type of context for it, yeah. Right. Nice aether right you got there. That was the aether butthole, remember? <laughs> and it's just, this is a very different type of song. Both Answers and Dragon Song were meant to be very, like, I don't want to say heart-wrenching, but, like, slow and powerful. Where this is definitely, like, a cult-to-battle march. Yeah, yeah I thought like they're trying to tackle a different genre with this one. Yeah, I just, I don't know that it's as uplifting... I, I agree as, with that. as a call to battle should be right. Like, I agree with that. There, there's still a, a solemnity to it. Yeah, I think uh, a, there is, of a, course. A bigger crescendo really would have helped here. Yeah, yes. you know what it is? It's like when you hear um, a real good call to arms one was like Terra's theme. When you hear that one yeah. reach its crescendo, yeah. that one I am ready for battle at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good analogy. I don't know. 
Like I think it's good. Susan I mean, Susan nails it singing it again as always. This is like my dislike of this song is more on Uematsu. Yeah, just, it's actually like it's more, it, yeah, it's it's a little bit more fundamental and go, it comes down to the composition. Well, I mean, Sarah pointed out to me too that the fact that her voice is almost constantly in the upper range, where I feel like Susan's real big vocals come from her lower range, and the song is almost all in the upper lower octave. Hmm. So, like, listen to it. It's all very flighty. Yeah, especially this part. This right is here. the biggest changeup in this song. Yeah. Yeah. That old Oral looks weird. Old people are weird, Nika. <laughs> but the Oral shit looks. It's weird. canon. Nika thinks old people are weird. <laughs> Just the Oral. What is that? That's both well, racist and ageist. No, I just thought she looked weird. Only old Aurora. To Nika's uh, racist credit, it's Aurora are pretty ugly. <laughs> you were an Aurora once. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he, know, an, he was an Aurora once in much the same way that he was a red mage once. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I should have said that coming, Nero. Ow. Ow. Does she run like some of a dominatrix house? Uh, she just looks like Gentiana to me. Like. From 15. That certainly didn't look like any fun, though. Well, it depends on your definition of fun. Oh, fair enough. If you pay, paid for it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sort of depends on what you're into. I don't care what Yoshi says. That guy is not a pure row. He is definitely half your... Prontera in 64 in the chat says, Doth Araki. Well, I mean, I think, I think we're actually seeing more than a few characters who might be... Yeah, I think yeah, mixed race. Yeah. yeah, and you know, a lot of people say that they feel like a lot of this is spoiled. I think this does show us a lot of big moments, but we don't have any context for any of this that's or true, true. any of the characters that yeah, we're seeing. That's okay, fair. It's like, you, like here's a big battle sequence. Well, yeah, the pre- the premise of this whole story is there's a war. Of course, it's a big battle. <laughs> Spoiler. There's gonna be a few of them. Lisa's outfit is kind of cute. Nobody cares, Nika. Really like the crossover they did with uh, Soul Calibur and Mitsurugi. Oh, <laughs> wow. I mean, that samurai guy looks cool, but he does look like every samurai character in everything ever. Oh, c- congratulations. Yes, every samurai character, period. Yep. In cool. anything ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is definitely just Kenshin with a different like, color palette. All right, so looking back on, uh, on the video... Um, you know, it obviously it, it opens up here on uh, the top of the uh, tower that we keep seeing in, uh, I guess, just the other side of Balesar's yeah, wall. Yeah, Bard's playing horns. Um, and we also see that downed airship. Whoa, so go back there one scene. Was that a, a lot? Was that the other side or was the, the first people it showed? Yeah. Because there's a Lamia, like, fighting alongside them. Yeah, there sure we is. That's the, new, that's the new beast tribe. Yeah. Uh, wow. Like that early in the beginning? Well, I guess it's, we don't know it's if it's in the beginning. You're, you're, you're right. This is the beginning of the end of the game. The beginning of the trailer. Uh huh. But I didn't, for some reason, like make that connection that first time. That's that's cool. Lakshmi is our bro or sis. Sis. <laughs> I mean, sis I guess it could mister. be a bro. I mean, allow me a food cock. These 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 headpieces right here are really interesting too. What are those? I mean, that, that's what, just the he, uh, healer PVP gear. The the, the right gr- in front of us. Shit. That that head, what, that is, does look weird. Yeah, yeah. I like I think, their cool curved blades too. I mean, and the fact that yeah, they're they're, they seem to be fighting with the Lamia. Mm-hmm. That maybe this is I don't know a faction 
or oh, something. Oh yeah, that see, could be. that's what I was thinking. Maybe there's some type of like uh, faction out there that he's either a, a coalition of beastmen or it's just like a big uh, amalgamation of different races and tribes and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's continue. Yeah, because it looks like they're coming to blows with uh, with the Eorzean Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Nice. I think. Yeah. This is. So this is, here's all our 3.56 stuff. Yeah. We can. I think we can actually bump this up. We'll, we'll 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 bump this up a little bit. Here we go. Finally, to all right. Ralgar's reach. See, here's the thing. Like, I do you really still think this is going to be like our Idleshire, where we're not going to get there until the I end of? They said it was going to be like our Idleshire, right? Yeah, but are we going to get there earlier? Is my we question. We don't necessarily have to get there later in the game, right. For it to be our Idleshire, we just have in the past couple times. Mm-hmm, I wonder right. if we're going to get there earlier on this time and kind of use it as well, our home base. I mean, even with Idleshire, we got there. It was like what around like level fifty six, fifty seven. Yeah, that's pretty late because yeah. it's a it's a third zone. I feel you like we need to get there easier if we're trying to like rally our troops and prepare for a war. We're not going to get there later. We're going to mm-hmm. get there early and like set up a base and a I don't know, establish ourselves. Yeah, I feel like we're going to kind of get to Rogar's reach in much the same way. Like we st- or we started off in um, uh, Revenant's Toll. No, uh, in Heaven's Ward, the first city, Ishgard. Yeah, Ishgard. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Ishgard, like that was kind of our home base for a little bit. I feel like Rogar's Reach is just going to double as that in this time. Oh, just be both instead of have. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. It doesn't make sense to me for like like if we're hitting like level sixty seven and we're just now getting to Rogar's Reach. Yeah, you know, I think you're right. I think that'll mix it up a little bit because it does make sense that we have to go up into Alamigo before we decide to go over to Doma, and then uh, uh, Kugane then would serve as what Ishgard did, but we get there later instead of getting there early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I it j- just it would be nice if we actually got like Alamigo as a zone, yet we have yet to see any. Of no, I I don't expect it. I don't. I do not expect Alamigo to show up mm-hmm. as a Alamigo proper. Yeah. I think. I mean. I think it'll be an instance. Four man dungeon. I, I, I wish we could liberate it and then use that as a base. I mean, like, that would be like that would be super cool. But I don't see. I mean, do you really see something like that happening? If that was a thing, we would have seen pictures liberate. of it. By now. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like that would have been like a central selling well, point or a well, feature. I'm really confused about this expansion. Like they've been saying like, okay, we're going to Alamigo. The end of the storylines, we're going to Alamigo. And then that fan fest in Japan comes out and we're like, you're going to Doma. And we're like, what? What well, if Alamigo yeah. could be like Ozis Law? I was just going to bring that up. There. Yeah, what if they use that oh, as sort of point. like the the high level end zone where it's constantly there, or at least parts of it, you know, sections of the of the city are constantly under siege or battle? Because that's like where we're likely where we will fight Xenos via fates. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know because that's the thing is I don't want to project onto this uh, onto this expansion more than. What we should be. You're willing to suffer. Because <laughs> that's the thing. I, I really feel like we're going to be, our attention is going to be drawn to Doma very quickly. I agree. I, I, feel, I think so too, which is why I don't understand why the whole story was like, oh, you know, with the the rebel group trying to go take back Alamigo and there's all this that's right. literally like just surrounding Alamigo yeah. and then they're like, no, we're going to Doma, guys. I, I don't understand what yes, they're trying the, to do with this expansion at all. The the bit about Doma was so tacked on in 3.5. It didn't show up till 3.56, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not until the very end. Yeah. And right, until like, Reinhardt came into the picture. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's really weird if they're, if they're going to direct us away from Alamigo early, that's super disappointing because like, that's what I'm waiting for in this expansion. 
And Alamigo has some of the coolest lore in all of the places in this, this it's, world. It's definitely okay, been okay, built up for a long time. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. Can Alamigo support an entire expansion all by itself? That's what I thought this was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I was Square like, Enix doesn't think so. Because this is supposed to be the, the Liberate the Garlean Places expansion, and then the next expansion is going to be when we go to Garlemald. After that, we're going to be going way far the fuck away, I assume. It'd be off-continent, I would think, after yeah, Garlemald. Ma- like maybe Maricidia? Yeah, or Ivelisse. That giant Godzilla. That Godzilla. Uh, anyway, um, so by the, just by the way, those uh, those hooded dudes. The, yeah, the the um, helms show up here too. So. Hmm. All right. Uh, just continuing on in the video. Um, I mean, you know, we're thrown a whole bunch of characters, and clearly from their character design, they're supposed to be significant characters. Um, <laughs> And we also get our first shots of Garlemald. This is our, I think, our first very. F- oh, is it? That's th- Garlemald. It might be. It could be a Garlean outpost, like a more established, long-term Garlean outpost. But I think you know when you when you talk about things like Garlean um, uh, architecture and and stuff like that, this could be what we're talking about. Or this, I mean, it could be Alamigo. That's see, that's what I thought. This was Alamigo. You think? Yeah, I think it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I would be really surprised if they show us anything more of Garlemald than just a, like the outskirts like especially because isn't that Zenos and he's the one who's in control of Alamigo right yeah my oh. my guess will be the at the end of the expansion like 4.55 will be us like crossing the Garlean border into Garlemald mm. okay mm. I think it definitely is I think I mean, if, if this was I, I think that Alamigo has definitely been rebuilt up with Garlean things in the last 20 years yeah the original Alamigo mm-hmm. was not only destroyed within themselves with their monk factions and their t- corrupt king but then when Garlemald came in they pretty much devastated the area and probably rebuilt it up in their own vision. It would make sense that they rebuilt it with Garlean architecture instead of Alamegan. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and we also get a uh, first real good shot of Xenos. <laughs> Does he have multiple katanas? Yeah, he has a... Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, he's got, got a holster. That out. He's he... got a holster with like four katanas no, 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 in it. No, 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 yeah. no. That is a katana quiver. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a, okay, yeah. I, I could not figure out for the life of me, but yeah. Okay, totally. I'm sure there's a gun in there too. So he's got a gun quiver. <laughs> but Kylo, you like when I first that's saw this, a, I'm like, does this guy have a Gatling gun? What is that this? That is some attack on Titan level shit right there. <laughs> it does seem to be a little bit extreme. Um the other thing that is, you know, clearly, clearly visible the blonde hair which i got to say i feel like it's a fucking dead giveaway as to the identity wait who do you think? wait but don't it sees definitely dinos all garlians or, or the majority of garlands we've seen yeah, they have, have blonde hair, blonde hair yeah, right yeah. yeah 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 i mean but have I, we ever seen a garlian that didn't have blonde hair i don't um, think so i mean sid has white hair it's blonde, he's, he's he's blonde enough he's old we don't it's, well we it's don't. in the same category as blonde and like lucia and livia both have blonde hair I, do, I bet you I, they all have blue eyes too. I'm but telling they're, they're you, just Zeno, like, Zeno, they're just like Targaryens, okay? Xenos is Yida. I see. No, I, I, no. I actually agree God, with get you. Out. I think Xenos so is Yida. No. That's what I'm. Th- I'm the, telling you. I was okay. on that train, but there's something later on in the trailer yeah. that, that, that the, I think no, has the changed my mind. The actual lore, though, of Yida and Lise was that they escaped during this. They went to Charlayan, and then they were separated at that point. And Lise hit out with Charlayan, and Yida is who knows where. There's no way she would be in any position in in Alamigo. 
like this at all. Yeah, because, you know, there's never been a storyline where someone has thought, look, our people are so oppressed right now and I can't do anything from out here. But maybe if I was able to infiltrate, I could help at least make things better for them from the inside. Yeah, that seems. Yeah, completely- but except on the other hand of the we've also been promised that we are going to hate Xenos by the end. And mm-hmm. that would give him a sympathetic eye. I don't know that it would. Xenos is a dude. Shut the fuck up. I don't know. I don't know that it would. I mean, Ida is definitely a pugilist, not a samurai. Come on. Well, I, we don't know. Hey, you know we what? We do know that. They're from All Amigo, and, well, and, 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 and Lise was pretending to be Ida as a pugilist. She took on that mantle. And like, guys, in the chat, we buy well get to go to Tavnasia. <laughs> what was Tavnasia? that? Maybe, maybe I will go to Tavnasia. <laughs> what fucking voice is that, Juxta? I didn't change it. That's what you had. Mm, actually, it might be. Anyway, uh, uh, Yoshi Yuki in the in the chat says that Yoshi has said that Xenos is the son of the Emperor. Is that true? Um, I don't yeah. recall that, but I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that it's not possible. Yeah, that's true. Sure. Are you sure? Can we flash the Ethos signal? <laughs> Just asking that one question. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, waking up in the middle. Of- oh, wait, no, he lives in America now. I don't feel bad anymore. Call him Does up. Does he? <laughs> um, I, you know, I, that, I, that might be right. But that's the thing, though, is that that's what we know of the, uh, of yeah, the yeah, character. That's what we are told of the character. That's different from what the truth of the character will be. And if it turns out that Xenos is... Yida. Look at the size oh my God, of him, I don't though. even say that anymore. Look at the size of him, though. Like, is that all just power armor he's wearing? Yeah, why not? I think uh, Young Tigga says it, uh, sums it up best in the chat. Nika is dumb, but I don't think that is Yida. <laughs> Emphasis on the Nika is dumb. Uh-huh. Uh, well, what else would you emphasize? That's the, but you're not, but Nika's not really providing any evidence that it's not. I mean, granted, there's yeah, not. Oh my God, it's a dude. <laughs> You don't know that. We, we can't tell that. Now, now, look, at the same time, the evidence that we have is all circumstantial. Blonde hair. Well, they all okay, have blonde hair. Okay, you can hair. read it right yeah, on the fucking right. character page. Leader of the 12th Legion and the Crown okay, Prince Nika. of the Gurlian Empire. Nika! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! You were tricking the fuck out of me. The okay. first rule of storytelling is that you only... You, you don't know anything. If I come in and tell you, guess what? We just killed Juxta. You don't know that Juxta's dead. You only know that we told you that. Clearly na- because, you know, not even Nanamo can Because Nail was Nail. Jesus fucking Christ, Nika. We can't okay. go okay. paste the was, was okay. Nail, if, nail if wasn't even Vita, fucking I will, Nail. I swear to God, I will quit the game on stream. Good. I hope you do. Oh, my. Now I really want it to I be I really Yida. want it to because be Nita now. <laughs> Because it's not. That's the best. That That's would, how sure uh, I am. You're you full of shit. No, you don't. You don't know. You don't know. That would be that Get would be out. one of the Get most compa- that would be the most compelling thing that they could do with the character, Ooh, and it would make no you way. hate her. It would make you hate her. Whatever but she's that, doing now, if you found out that she was originally that that was originally Yida, come on, but is that would drive Zenos, the okay, heat well, so much more. Was Zenos the original person who took over? Alamigo, or was Alamigo given to him after it was already? Taken oh my out? God, Nika, your fucking lore chops are terrible. It was taken over by Gaius. Yeah, uh, you're no, thinking that right. Xenos is the one who put down the Dome in Rebellion. It was. It, it was. A, there was that's a right, civil right, war. Right. Le, you know, they they tried to take out the Mad King. There was a civil war, and that power vacuum led B- Gaius to come in and just take the city without conflict. Yep. Children behave. <laughs> so no, Xenos wasn't the one that initiated this. He inherited it. He, she, whatever. 
Yep. Xenos yeah. inherited it. Yeah. So and for all of you people saying stuff like, oh, what about the last name and this and that? For two expansions, we thought and accepted without anything that Lise was Yida. And just so you know, and not just, I don't accept that Alphino is Alphino. I think he's Alice. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> even, even, Stop. dude, even when we we were shown that Nail wasn't Nail, everyone just called Nail Nail until we got the backstory in the fucking lore book. Nobody knew that. There was no way to be able to discern that. That was confusing as shit. When did Nail turn into a woman? That was really fucking confusing. But guess what? They did it. I mean, that's what the canon is. So you don't really know. And I think in this case, I do. And we're not even saying no, no, that's just what you want. You're just projecting what you want onto the situation. uh We're also not saying that Xenos has always been Yida, but just at some point she could have easily taken his place. Exactly. Well, okay, I don't know about that. That's, that's different, <laughs> that's, and I don't yeah, think it's so. It's a completely I mean, different argument. She did, she did not kill the, the prince and take yeah. his place. Like, hey, prince, when'd you lose your dick? That's and weird. And then she's just going to continue to oppress people. Why are you looking my dick? Like, <laughs> He's in armor the Get whole out. time. Get I'm out. sure he takes his armor off you occasionally. Don't have so he can see off. his dick? You don't have to take it off in front of people, though. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think that's a com- pretty compelling question to answer. What would drive Yida to make a, a turn like that? And Nothing. there could be a variety of things. You could find <laughs> out, I mean, that you could place some of the heat on the Garlean Empire from for what they did to Brainwasher. She was brainwashed that into becoming Xenos. No, think- but here's the thing, is like that wouldn't make me hate Xenos. You're right. And I've been yeah, promising something. No, but, really but, nice but whatever Xenos does during during the story can make you hate Xenos. And then at the very end, all right, Xenos becomes no. a slightly more sympathetic no, I character. Think if, if Yida doesn't I don't become want a character that. That, that we fight that is brainwashed for the Empire, I think that would be actually really cool and tragic and, and a nice story plot. Exactly. No. Element, but it's yeah. not going to be in the place of Xenos. Dude, no. If if this is, Lise is brainwashed and she's actually Xenos, that is so <laughs> contrived. You mean, you mean Yida. Or Ida, yeah, sorry, whatever. Idalise. Well, oh my god, that's who's taking us to Ivalice. It's 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 kind oh, well. of a pretty important distinction here, considering that Lisa's on our side as little, yeah, little bit. Whatever. Little bit. How Idiot. is that contrived? You we haven't we seen enough things where oh the bad guy was just brainwashed all along? Well not in uh, fourteen. No here's the here's the thing. We don't know again, and and a, a lot of people like to claim or think that we do know, but we don't know for sure where exactly the Yida lease switch happened sure. for our character. Here, here. We don't know with a hundred percent certainty that the character that we knew in 1.0 was either Yida or Lise, right? No, so it with was that, Lise. With, with that possibility out It was definitely there, Lise in 1.0. We, and do we you, don't, you don't... How do you know that? Because... Her entire like she had the 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 circle or the um, scion tattoo in one point, no, correct? Or yeah, the, the Charlayan tattoo. I mean, well, she had it now too, but right. Didn't well, what I'm saying is anything. her her whole backstory is they went and escaped to Charlayan together. She took refuge and hid within Charlayan and and became like you know even though she's not really a scholar, they hid her as one of them and made it. And then she traveled back with the circle of knowing from from Charlayan right, to but, the other places. So it, in one point, it was definitely. Legal. But it's not made clear at what point Yida goes missing. Right, the real Yida. Here's the real not, Yida. Not distinctly, no. And and when Ye and and when Lise 
assumes her identity. We don't know. We it, it was vaguely said about six years ago, but we don't know because of the time bubble where exactly we are in those six years. Right. right? Where we got spit out and where we got taken in. Right. So we don't know exactly who we knew during 1.0. Okay. Uh, Yeza in the chat is saying that Yida died before 1.0, and that is confirmed by the lore book. How, How is, is that, that confirmed, confirmed by, by the, the lore book? book? Yeah, we're gonna need, we're gonna need, we're gonna need more than just the lore book confirmed it. Like like cite a passage. Yeah, I'm gonna for start us. digging through it right now. But uh, if if they're gonna go this route and they're gonna have Ida be Xenos, then I want it to be something along the lines of she propped up the civil war that allowed Gaius to walk in. And that was later rewarded with control of Alamigo for it. And that will make me hate her the way I'm, I was promised I would. I want a villain to hate, not someone who ends up being sympathetic. I, I don't think you're ever going to get that out of Square Enix ever. Then I you're don't never going to get it. Then I don't care. There's, there, what, I what want Square, someone to hate for what once. What Square Enix bad guy since fucking Kefka has been 100% pure evil? Mm. <sighs> Seriously. Name one. I'm trying. Seriously. I'm trying. Genova? Nah. That was uh, an, that's an alien. Yeah, Ultimessia? That was an entity more than anything else. No. Yes. Ultimessia? Ultimessia is evil and just evil. Uh, but was, that's but it. Was but then, but well? Ultimessia isn't even really revealed no, as... not at all. Yeah. I'm, like, t- I'm telling you, I get You're it. fighting sorcerers that whole time. I get it. And it's just, aren't you sick of that a little bit? Of these villains who always have to have some level of redemption to them? Can't someone be evil? I, no, I don't expect it. I just don't I just don't expect it out of Seymour is a fucking asshole. Seymour? I he was, I just, evil. He was an asshole. I, I just don't expect it out of Square Enix anymore. I think I think oh, you know, everyone suffers from the Darth Vader syndrome. Then don't Yoshi, then don't promise me a villain to hate. If I'm like I've wanted a villain to hate now in this game forever and you're Bartandalus. You, Bartandalus not bad. I don't know, but it was FF thirteen. Yeah, but it was thirteen. That's the issue. Well, well yeah, that's why you hated but, him. But again, <laughs> these are these are not these are not your main antagonists. These yeah. are not these are not the people who are who are, are should be driving your heat for right. the entire game, Ugh. right? Kefka was. Kefka, oh, yeah. Kefka was a persistent fucking and asshole not, and the incarnate of evil the entire time. And he's regarded as one of the best villains they've had. Yes! That's what I mean. Like, I oh, I cannot do another villain who winds up being, oh, not so bad. Bartandalus. You never liked Ugh. Bartandalus. He was never good. Yeah, he was an asshole. He was always taunting you, always being an owl, always shooting you with smiles of Thanosian. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling Fine. you, I think, it, I think it would be... He wasn't be, very good. But. I think it would be compelling and interesting to figure out, if that's the case, what what was the circumstances that drove her to do this? Yeah, I mean, I'm fine if it's something like, she's like, this Civil War sucks, I see a way where I can get control of things and I can run it better. I'm fine with that. That would be interesting. If you're still doing awful things and I still hate you for it. Good. I, mean, I will go that. But if it turns out that she's brainwashed and not doing it of her own will, then I hate it. There's a variety of different things that 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 could happen in this scenario. And I'm just telling you, if it turns out brainwashing, you're going to think it's cheap. It's going to feel cheap as fuck. Well, if, of course I'm, it is. I, I'm, I'm, if I'm calling the twist now, it's going to feel cheap no matter what it is. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe better off it's not Ida. I don't know. I, I mean, to be honest, like, people think, people, anyone, like, I get feedback all the time, like, man, you, you, you only think that you're ever right. No, I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. I'm just calling it the way that, you know, 
I'm just, I, when you when you cover Square Enix games for fucking ten years, you can kind of start seeing the patterns start to emerge. I would, I, no, I really, I'd be totally okay with fighting Yida at some point as a plot character, but not Zenos. The fact, the fact that Yida is dead, air quotes, dead. I don't fucking buy it. Oh, I mean, no, just I as a plot no, 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 point, no, no. I don't fucking buy it at all. Oh, I absolutely believe she's alive. What she's doing, I don't know. Maybe she's Xenos. She's later on in the trailer, guys. Just for that. (laughs) Well, but if she's like the secret leader of the resistance, that's going to be just as dumb and contrived. At least, at least a compelling, at least a compelling heel turn in there. I'd, I'd be like, all right, well, I want to see how cool, how cool would a scene with least fighting Ida be? I'd be into that. Yeah, I I honestly think that that will happen. Yeah, that'd be great. See, right. But then then you've got to put Ida on the other side, and how do you do that? Yeah, you got to put her somewhere on the bad side. I agree. That's right. So I'm not that fucking crazy. Thank you. It's not crazy for her to somehow have been taken back to the other side and forced to work for them or brainwashed, Ugh. but not as Xenos. Gag. All right, so we're seeing uh, more of the uh, the zone. There's also um, ship scenes, which I mean, I we knew that we would be getting you know some kind oh, of yeah. ship. Man, that large okay. tower is familiar. This is the uh, that, that dominatrix trick chick from later, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Hyor. There's no horns on her, right? No, I don't see any. She's for sure here. Yes. Yeah, I. I I think Hyor. I think some type of political figure from Doma. Yes. Well, she's the she's the keeper of Kugane. She's yeah, evil. She sucks. Oh, she is. Blurbs on the air. Yeah, we oh, we found out about her after these? the last. Remember, we like totally butchered them and read them in really stupid voices. We, <laughs> we sure. Did. Yeah, we might have read hers in a real dumb voice. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, no, she it is the keeper that, of Kugane. Um, she <sighs> is the evil? imperial viceroy of Doma. She, well, I don't know if she's evil, but she's a bitch. Yeah, but she's a cruel, sadistic ruler. She harbors a deep hatred for Domans. That's yeah. hot. Hence the hence the stepping you on know, someone's head. You know what? I can harbor a deep hatred for Domans. That's fair. Yeah, but, you but, can but, be but on look her at side. the last yeah. the last quote after it says that under the pretext of purging radical elements, she's perpetrated numerous atrocities against her own people. And then it says, yet all are the hero of their own story. Yeah, she is. She has some twist in there she murders people under her own guise of you know i'm doing what is right that, and she's that's evil. fine she probably murders a few people to save many. Her, her entire her Kugane eyes, city. Yes. yeah uh, Kugane city. Uh, what was this this character's name um uh, her name is yotsuyu okay she's my new favorite character japanese is your favorite character well all right Lady second tits. favorite obviously yugiri's above her duh all right fair enough yeah 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 yeah, I don't know. She should be an interesting character. Uh, just again, she's kind of an archetype we've seen in anime a lot. So, <laughs> well, I don't know. there's going mean, to be that, a lot of that. I know, not like to say like that. Surprise! If that's going to be my standard, I'm going to have a real hard time with this expansion. You're but. you're you're saying that she's you're predicting that she's going to be a Tusundari? No, not not quite. <laughs> oh no, no Tusundaris always have like the arc of coming okay. around. Be, she's just evil. Yandere. I oh. said she, yeah, Yandere. You, if anything, you you pronounced it wrong, Escali. It's Tusundari. <laughs> there, there's Tusun. a T. There's a T there. That's Tusundari. right. There. That's right. Tusundari. <laughs> Tusundari. Yeah. It's it's actually French. Oh, <laughs> French. Oh. And of course we have Reinhardt Gilgamesh. No, it's definitely Reinhardt. I, I Gilgamesh. Nika, I agree. He's he's not. He's not pure row. His no. face no, he can't is all be. Highlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there is a lot of Highlander. But his in there. build is definitely row. Wait, so was like, that the guy from the Matrix Two? <laughs> what the hell? Was that Seraph? That does Seraph's look a lot back. Like. Great. All right. Oh boy. He's gonna no. He's gonna take us to the Oracle. Good. Great. She's through the Aether butthole. Can can actually I would kind of be okay with that if we went over to Kugan 
and suddenly it was the Matrix. It's Cuckan. Get it right. Cuckan. Oh my God. Oh shit. You just stumbled onto a whole world of trolling. Congratulations. <laughs> oh good. Thank you for that joke. That's one that we're gonna get tons of mileage out of. <laughs> By the way, anyone whose dick gets hard for these scenes, we're gonna want to hear calls from you later because uh, I think we've got to talk about the scourge on this community that is the weeaboo threat. It is encroaching every day, <laughs> and finally there are others out there. The that resistance is growing. Exactly. We are we revolutions. We, we put out the clarion call, and now other uh, organizations are joining our voice against the weebiness of Wake this up, bullshit. Brothers and sisters, stay yeah. woke, motherfuckers. Stay if you, woke. If you identify yourself, four twenty blazing. If you're a, as a weeaboo defender, this may not be the episode for you. Um, well, we, well, we want to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. You I might mean, want to defend yourself. Yeah, you may want to call in and uh, defend your lifestyle because uh, I think I think we have some... I think we have some shit to put on it. I think we is that right? Like I, I oh, feel yeah, like I definitely. need to take a poop. Now, now I'd like to I'd like to say that, that be careful because this is a battle that has been growing. So if you call in in defense of the weeaboos, you better be ready to bring it. That's yeah, we, right. We have some Square material. Up. Square up. Make sure, yeah. Put on your. Put we on, have allies. Do you put on your big boy and big girl pants and uh, try to defend yourself because uh, your lifestyle is a joke and you're racist too. So anyway, um, <laughs> let's let's continue to uh, take a look at this uh, at this video here. Is that new armor? Uh, on, on on was that Al- that was Alice right? Uh yeah. yeah. I, no, her armor looks the same, but Lisa's is different. Well, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. For a second there, it actually looked like armor, armor. But but hang on. Look at her stance, though, with that uh, with that she's, sword. She's clearly a red mage, mage. Look at that stance. Look at that. Escalia has a new best friend. That's right. Oh, good. I get to hang out with Ali. Say, she's gonna be my uh, my quest giver. Yeah. Do you think you think you're gonna learn skills from Ali? Say. Uh, here's what I hope. I hope that she spends the entire time ripping on me for not completing T13 when it was new content. <laughs> Like I, she like she's like like well you couldn't help me before maybe if I had taught you then you know I, I mean, <laughs> like, actually, just be a real shithead about it the entire time I, I, I like it I'm kind of jealous because I feel like you know you obviously had you know being a dragoon through Heaven's Ward you yeah. know you had one of the main characters you know sharing the j- same job as you and now you got the same thing going into see here's the thing though like you didn't get a ton out of that and your quest giver wasn't Astinian. True. And so yeah, it was like your quest giver is still that loser over in Surface who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I just want to uh, point out that Alize has clearly been doing some work in the Palace of the Dead because she has one of those uh, glowy swords. She does. Yeah. yeah. But she did does. not get above uh, one hundred. She doesn't have the though, Kino obviously. weapon. No, yeah. she's not yeah. that good. Yeah. Um, Nevertheless, excited. More excited for Red Mage now. Yeah, I'm actually excited that we get to see more Alice. Period, because she only came in near the end of Heaven's Ward. So, so we because like she appeared in the very beginning cutscene of like when you're on the fucking what's it wagon thing when you're first starting yeah, out, and then yeah. she oh, disappears yeah. for she, like the entire till... storyline. So you get to the end of Coil, and you're like, uh, what? oh, hi, Alice. But then she's gone again. Did, into did the anyone, end of Heaven's Ward. Did anyone uh, else have that moment at the beginning of Coil where you're like, oh, you're a character? That's right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, all right. So now we see uh, the femro. and oh, real Yida. And, and, she, and she also has a femro build that her face is all here. And, uh, you know, another another kind of interesting note about this character also has a, uh, a sword and a shield. Although I think that 
This is the alternate Red Mage job trainer, and this is for the Hot Topic Red Mages. So, Juxta, oh. this is your trainer. Well, no, you, she, says, she has a shield. She would be a... No, she, I'm that, talking, that's a buckler, first I'm of all. I'm talking about that sweet war paint underneath her eyes and the dumb streaks in her hair. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, you <laughs> fucking Hot Topic Mage. Screw you. How about that? Wow. wow. This, is, this is clearly... Great comeback. This is clearly real, Yida. <laughs> Why would you say what? that? Because uh, Lee's uh, fights her in this cutscene. They, they put an awfully oh big focus it's, on Lee's fighting her twice, twice in this trailer. Yeah. yeah, clearly Fordola is actually Ida. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, she could, she could be related to Ida somehow. Distant by being relatives, her sister, by, yeah. related to to Lee's rather. I, don't um, I, I think she is kind of what they made her out to be. I mean, she is her, a character who has promised the world. Said, her backstory said she was born after Imperials occupied all of Right. She's been promised to... Look at this sword kick. Yeah. No, she's been promised uh, education. Civil, education, training, citizenship yeah. in exchange for her service. And oh, everyone Yishtola. hates her. Yishtola! So awesome. I'm, you know what? I'm actually really looking forward to the fight scenes because that's something that from patch to patch has consistently got gotten better and uh, I think that they're really going to kick that up a notch. Here we go uh, with the goddamn shit in the other continent. Here we go. Hey, there's, here's your ramen bowl, Juxta. Yay! Cup that's, noodle. That's, Maybe that's there's great. pepperoni pizza in it. Make sure you always uh, slip it or slurp it really nice so they know that it's uh, that you like that it. You like you're, it. You're not you're not even remotely interested in this city because I mean it's at least something different. It's at least something that you don't. Yeah, it's dumb looking. It's different oh, wait, from had every other city. Yeah, and and, well, and and it's not like the most indefensible. You know, yeah, like from true. from like a very strategic position. Yeah, I feel like it's a. Okay, it's, a pretty, it's just like one explosion away from just tumbling away. That's a terrible idea. No, look at it. They just hold it up with freaking string. What was your uh, <laughs> opinion on Thunderbluff? <laughs> Well, at least that oh was God. structurally solid. Was it? I mean, there's a lot ha- of pretty thin rocks holding that thing up. No, I mean more rocks than this thing yeah, has. If yeah. you take out the strings on one side, that just tips over. Yeah, good stiff wind comes by and knocks it over. Pretty sure that's not exactly how that works, but okay. Physics. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take our physics advice from Robbie. Oh, I mean, this I think terrible. Uh, so I, 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 I hate can, their costumes. I the the color can, choice is terrible here. What the? It's all grayed out. How can you tell? The Manila yellow. Maybe it's a bit more vibrant in person. Yeah. Well, the, all these scenes look like they're kind of grayed out, don't they? No. I. I mean, that better you're not right. what the actual color palette is. N- yeah. I'm gonna hazard a guess that it is. But I mean, even the design of the gear is maybe the all round are just colorblind. Boring. Because of those like little glowy eye things they have. But like, what is this influenced by? Like, what is? What are these? Yeah, I mean the hat alone—that's something we already have. It's goofy as shit. I'm not the, into it. The the original monk AF was also yellow, so maybe that's just part of Alamigo. Here we go. We get get more of a shot here of it. I think it just looks dumb. Wow, I think it looks yeah. terrible. Yeah. That is not that is not good. That's the Savnarian cap for men. Ooh. Now now the here I'm gonna back this up real quick just very briefly to this aura. The Jon Snow looking coat that he's wearing is actually pretty cool. I'm actually kind of into that. You know nothing. <laughs> Duh. Great. Nice nice job with the most obvious joke. Um, oops. <gasps> I lost my place. Damn it. <sighs> Look what you did. You dickweed. I feel good about fault. it, too. It is, it is a Scully's fault. Now I have no idea where we were. There we are. All right. I think this is close to where we were. Yeah, yeah there we go. There we go. Jon Snow. 
Which we can uh, we all can we all agree that the, oh, there's just, creepy old aura. I, can, can we all agree that this creepy aura is Yida? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I fucking think that this is the creepiest character model of them all. And I think and it, it looks from like, a racist viewpoint like Nika. And it, I think okay, it has yes. to do with the dead doll eyes that I think it's also because she looks really short and or I mean I guess Aura girls are kind of short in general, but I always pictured Aura as more of a She's also old. When you get old you shrink. And she's sitting down. Kill it with fire. It looks like Mercuria. <laughs> Whoa <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what? All right. See, I've always I'm not sure where that came Jackson, from. We've talked before lies. about having to have a certain amount of contempt for your audience. That generally doesn't mean you specific out people and say unnecessary things. We call out Ryuichi for being a bad all the time. But he is a bad. And he stopped listening to the show. And Melchiria uh, is not old. I am I'm just terrified by that that character model. Um all, all Ra's in their creepy doll eyes freak me out, though. Hey, what was that like, summon thing going on there? Yeah. What was I, that? I, that's it, see, like, there's also I feel like with these different aura clans that like they'll have it's, rich, it's a ritual of sorts yeah. to earn no. like a dead person's ashes. Yeah, right. No, but like, and then there's a that, summoning that yeah, looks you're like right. an FF11 summon. You're right. That's that, what whoa. that looks like. What the fuck? That's I, a Final like, Fantasy 11 summon. I hope yeah, the Domen summoners can actually summon. They're summoning real Tanaka. <laughs> that is an <laughs> FF11 summon animation. All it's missing is Titan walking out of it. I. There she is again. She's going to haunt you in your sleep. I know. Sleep. It really is. The thing, the stuff of nightmares. Um, you're right. That does, that looks an awful lot like the FF11 summon animation. Yeah, right? it does. Is there anything? Summoner confirmed. Is there any? Oh. I don't think that there's any. I, I don't, don't see, see anything, anything coming it. out of the ground except for the stupid fucking Rogadin's head well, in the scene change. Okay, that's not a Rogadin. That would be a Highlander. Whatever. It looks yeah. like a fucking Rogadin skull. Yeah, I don't see anything coming out of it, but that is straight up FF11 summon animation. Well, they're obviously not going to show us what it is. That's spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was... if they had actually like put like a real summon in there, everyone would have lost their mind. Yeah. They probably should have and made us lose our mind. But you know. Th- That would have been exciting. This whole episode would have had a different theme. It eh, probably not. Very, very much so. Um, so, yeah, we saw that. That scene's obviously some sort of echo. Uh, echoized scene. Here they are having another, you know, well, let's all come together and be friends. Uh, it, you what, know, is that, what does that say on the wall? I don't know. You're ahead of us. We stopped. Send Kum- nudes. Kumbaya. <laughs> well, I, just, I was only like five seconds ahead of where you were. I, I just, I, I want to point out that uh, everyone that we have around the campfire here, like obviously we've got Lise, mm-hmm. but we've also got this that aura, this aura character. And Ida. Ida. <laughs> and Ida. Oh my god, they're all there. <laughs> the dude in the back, we saw him uh where we saw the Jon Snow looking guy. He right. was there. He was like an attendant there or something like that. Well, but and and I think one of the points that we made on previous shows is that, you know, I think it would be nice to do the entirety of the Al Amigo storyline before we end up going to uh the other continent so to it's before not split all over the place. But here we go. We've got Lise involved with whatever is going on on Authored. So, you know, I think that that's a pretty clear indication that no, it's not going to be divided like that. That you know, it's it's going to be happening in conjunction with one another. You know who I haven't seen over here though is Alfino. Have you seen him in any of the Kugane stuff? 
I'm, I don't think I've seen him in any of the stuff. He was at the beginning, but that was only because it was 3.56 Yeah, when they were walking scenes. in. Yeah. Are you sure that that... He was around with Alize no, in the no, underwater part. was in that group. Alphanod was Was he? Yeah. yeah, are you sure that that wasn't Alize? I, I mean, think that was Alize. No, Al- it was Alize. Unless I see... Alphanod was there, too. Unless I see both of them there together, I'm never really sure which <laughs> one of them But now they have I'm completely different colored outfits. Alphanod's still blue. Alize's like... The, you the know best what? gift Tataru has ever given us. You know what, Nika? Stop making complete and utter fucking sense. Okay? <laughs> Sorry, God you damn it. Think you, you guys are. are not. A, you guys are actually ahead of me. And apparently, that says liberty or death. And it is speculated that's Ida and Lisa's father. That other Highlander. Oh yeah, it's a. It's a like a couple seconds ago where it was on the wall that said it liberty or death. Wow. Hey, yeah. Roni Kenshin's in the game. There he is. <laughs> Let's meet Tsurugi. No, it's Potosai the Manslayer. He's going to use his reverse blade sword. Now I'm the actually. Tsurugi. We remember it. I'm actually very curious where this scene is happening because one of the very first pieces of FF14 art that there ever was back when it was still uh, codenamed Rapture, there was a structure that looked very much like this that one of the pre-alpha footage pieces uh, uh, took place in. Really? The Yes. Um, one of the very first pieces of art had um, this kind of like glass domed area that had a aetherite in the middle of it and there was this very distinct bridge like we see right here that was <laughs> attached to that that um, uh, city or landman or you know the building whatever it was and uh, some people have speculated for a long time that it had something to do with Alamigo and that we just hadn't gotten there yet and uh, I'm going to be very curious to see if that actually ends up paying off or if that's just a piece of art that that you know is dead and will never end up actually seeing something that resembles that but this bridge looks very very similar to um, you know that the very very early FF14. Um, I just art. I just like that whole structure in general. That bridge, this really high plateau looking thing coming what out. What would of the even water. be up there? Yeah, like what is on top of there? Is there a base up there? It seems like you could burn the bridge down and then you, they'd be screwed. Those things the government in the, building in the air. Are those airships or those? Is that some type of creature? That's that's I, an airship. That's okay. that's a Garlean airship. One of those if Garlean dreadnoughts. I think it flows. It flies really like definitely like a ship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here we go. We get to see what's our nuts again. Yotsuya. Whatever. Yotsuyu. Uh, whatever. That was close. You mean Ida? <laughs> Ida. Yeah. Ida. <laughs> uh, there's Alpha now. Yeah. There we go. All right. Oh. Boom. Boom. Mm, that gave me. Half. She was mad. Yeah. I don't know what she, she was pissed about. Domans. She does. Ow. It's kind of hot. I like Hello. her already. Right? It's kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. New fave character. I'm not going to lie. One, one Can you get a panty shot out of that? Oh, God. I mean. Asking for a friend. I was going to say, <laughs> look, look. If you're going to go weeb, you need to go full weeb and give us the panty shots, too. That's right. At least give what? us. Don't half-ass it. Don't half-ass it. You whole Don't half-panty it. You whole-ass this thing, Square Enix. That's right. If, if we want fan service, God damn it, give us fan service. All right. Um, there's another confrontation between this. It looks like, what was that? Uh, Lise and... Uh, Lise and Fordola. Yeah, I, I don't even know her. What is her name? Fordola. Fordola. That sounds like... It's like a fedora, but <laughs> using like a car. <laughs> no, it's the Fordola, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like the cheapest piece of shit Ford car. That was my first car I ever owned, was a 1993 Ford Ola. (laughs) It's where you keep all your granola bars in your Ford. Weirdly, it was a four-door Ford Ola. (laughs) Four-door Ford Ola with granola? (laughs) This is the dumbest thing we've ever talked about. It's where Fordola keeps her granolas in her four-door Fordola. (laughs) In a fedora. 
while wearing a fedora. She's fedorable. Uh, oh, my God. All right. So, got one of the twins there. And, yeah, this uh, second confrontation. Mm-hmm. Look at that block by uh, Yugiri. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so, Yugiri actually seeing just a little bit of action here going up against... I mean, I'm sure she'll see a lot more action with her, but dang! Yeah, she's supposed to be a pretty important character in this story. Well, coming to direct blows with Xenos, I think that that's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, So, and also, we see that Xenos has the ability to magify or electrify his blades somehow. You know, that could actually explain... This fight could explain why we see um, Lise in... Uh, Kugana areas if we defeat him in uh, Alamigo and he has to retreat back into Kugane okay then we have to and like she comes to chase him down and it's finish possible. him off it's possible could be mm-hmm. uh, continue on and get this big big old blast here Not- and who saved who there was that that was Alfino saving Ali say okay. I think. because Ali say loses all like sense of like area because she becomes a red mage and a DPS <laughs> she, she had to stand under her lead lines so red so, lines. so I mean like what what is going on here where we got we've got Gosetsu who's just giving up kind of yeah just sort of sitting down and and then you see a bunch of people coming out and you've got these place. flying things too like I I don't Look, oh there's is that a body that does that yeah there was a body on the other side of that so either uh, someone died or maybe he just defeated someone it could be yeah my guess is he's doing like that whole like sit and wait thing and then when they get close he <laughs> Oh, I don't know. The fact that there's a body there makes me think like, uh, you know, he's I, surrendering or, or maybe no, I don't know because we don't see anything else around. And yes, those people running out of the thing. We don't know that that's related to this scene. What this makes me think yeah, we of, do because there yeah, you, you can see his body. Yeah, you can oh, see okay, okay. still sitting there. Yeah, I, I don't think he's surrendering because if, if you're a samurai, aren't you supposed to yourself instead? <laughs> well, like but no, but hang on. This is the, these are not. This is not actually Japan. This is dumb. Hang on, but, well, but these don't look like guards either. I mean, no, yeah. Look at that chick. She's wearing like a level one armor. Yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing that says that you know. They, oh my there's, God. there's a guy. Look, they're, there's they're a, like farmers. Yes, there's a guy in in, in in like definitely like farmer yep. like civilian clothes. Yep, they're civilians. The only this one. Yes, a, a, a revolt. A revolt. Yeah. The only one who's carrying an actual weapon is the bow and arrow. The other one. Yeah, the, everyone else is a farmer. Still, she's wearing very simple like civilian clothes. Yeah. Hmm. I'm kind of curious what's going yeah, on. Yeah. What's up with the rebellion? Yeah. Uh, we see Mitsurugi. <laughs> Mitsurugi. That's as good as a name for him as any. Um, Got some naval and then, combat. And, yeah, it looks like the ship. We, you know, we've we've speculated why. You know, what what exactly is going on with these barriers, and uh, what are they keeping out or in? Um, and you know, here we get uh, a, a a ship of some kind firing on these barriers. Um, interesting. And and here, this is uh, this is also really interesting because this looks like it was once a temple that has now become submerged. Yeah, where is that? Have we seen that yet? Uh, not within not with any detail. Yeah, no. wow. but this is this is this is definitely a destroyed city. Yeah, 
that has that you know has been overtaken by water especially in this in this bowl like in this circle portion Hmm. i don't know about what what exists over here Mm -hmm. or not but in this i mean this is definitely like you can see the center of it that that would have been the central structure you can even see a a gigantic hole kind of blown in it right yeah 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 i wonder what that might be i'm loving all the like the aerial combat that looks like maybe original alamegan architecture oh it does yeah interesting hmm. interesting see but i would have thought i would have thought almost certainly that this is authored right here yeah i was gonna say we've been seeing all of this authored related stuff and, and it even seemed- it even showed just showed like you know mitsurugi and stuff and then suddenly we're back to showing alamegan stuff that we haven't seen since the beginning of the video yeah, it, it's, it's weird, but she's not wrong either. It does look Alamegan. It looks like it would be like a temple or shrine to the monks or something like that. I mean, it well, it looks like it could be a variety of things. It does look very Eastern, and we don't know what Alamegan architecture necessarily looked like. Uh, we know we could we could guess from earlier in the video if that was Alamigo, right? Like, yeah. let's say that that was Alamigo and that it has had Garlean influence now for uh, I, I forget 20, 20, 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like there has to be some kind of changes. This seems far more Eastern. Yeah, this I seems agree. distinctly Chad is, Eastern. Chad is definitely but, agreeing. It's, it looks like Authart. It's possible, but you don't think that maybe there were some parts of Alamigo, especially if this is like the, the, the temple of Ralgar that they would leave as an example. Hmm. And be like, this is what happened to you, to your factions. If you know, this is what will happen again. Uh, no, I, I think that that... I think that that element will be there as a part of Alamigo. I just don't think that this is that Alamigo. This is it. Yeah. yeah. Cybernetic no, Bird th- says, uh, those are Aura riding the Hawks, and that long rail-looking thing in the background is from authored area they showed before. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Then, then I wonder what this the, the significance of this structure is. Um, I want to know That's what the big gun. I want to know what this big cannon is. It's a hand cannon. You know, it's been a while since we've talked about this idea that they have some type of super weapon that they have on hand. I, I think that that lends that theory a little bit of credibility. And actually, that tower in the back is that the same tower that we saw on the other side of Balesar's wall in the data mined zone? It is not. Okay. It is not, no. But it is similar, and to me, that says that's much more indicative of the way that Garleans design things, because this is actually, that's pretty similar to any of the castrums. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm gonna hazard a guess that this is, um, you know, maybe a much more longstanding Garlean facility. Um, but to make th- Yeah, but... <laughs> you non <non-coken. laughs> I hope I get to bitch slap Nika off the top of that. But... Uh, You're on... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to be very curious to see, like, yeah, if this is even going to be a thing, like, are we going to be able to fly onto the top of this thing, you know? Like, Go and in if the we barrel d- and hang out. But if we do, like, doesn't that take a lot of the threat away from it, right? Like, yeah. If you can take dumb screenshots on top of it, yeah, there's figured, not much of a threat there. There's nothing threatening that you can do the Manderville on top of. Right. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious where that's going to end up being. Hi, Thancred. What's up, Thancred? Hey, Thancred. Just for a second, though. We see those airships that we saw a lot in 1.0. Yeah. Wonder if we're Isn't gonna... that weird how they're, like, they're coming back to those that style of airship now? There was now? Pippin, too. You know, and and another thing about, I mean, those airships did play a much more significant role in 1.0 because that's you want you attempted to steal one for the Alamegan resistance, right? Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah. Oh, you failed though, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember that at all, actually. 
Yep. I remember that. Lots of war going on here. Yeah. Well, there's probably going to be a lot of war. Well, those, aren't those out of FF7? Now, where exactly... Where do you think this is taking place? Because... I mean, either... I think we're back in Alamigo. You think yes. we're back to Alamigo yes. for these? It, it, yeah. it looks like those town zones that, again, we saw in the uh, in the Data Mind uh, zone video. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does, it's yeah. the Hamlet. I don't know. I mean, there's... Oh, no, no, no. This might be that bridge. That bridge that's oh, yeah. going across the chasm. I mean, that's a lot of Maybe. steps. That's just a lot of freaking steps in there. What if, what if we have to do a new steps of I don't faith? know, dude. Look at this, though. Hang on. No, 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 no. Oh, what is wow. this? This is a... There's a big structure back there. What the fuck is this? Yeah, where the hell is this, are we? Is this Alamigo proper? This may be Alamigo proper. Back into the actual city those of are, Alamigo. What are the flags? Those flags are Garlean, right? No. No? That's, no. Not a gar- that's not a Garlean symbol, unless Xenos has his I own gonna, I was going to say, yeah, is it possible that the different the uh, uh, sigil, le- legions right. have different the symbols? The Black Wolf yeah. had his own no, sigil, didn't he? It looks like a griffin, too. Oh, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe that's that's the legion symbol for Xenos' legion. Or it's the Griffins. You know how I'd like the, this expansion, and that would be complete like what we thought because we're all like, "Oh yeah, we'll definitely have Alamigo by the end of the expansion." Okay, the, the chat saying it's the Alamigo's crest. I, okay. I hope that at the end of you know uh, what is it, ostensibly 4.0, we think we're gearing up for a war, and they end up attacking us. Oh. And 4.0 ends with us being like, "Oh shit!" Well, hang on, hang on. Okay, so if these are Alamigan flags. What the fuck does Alamigo still hold in? No, I think this is this is their like, uh, uh, like yeah. as we're now rushing and and taking and fighting back. Well, I I don't know about that. I think it's just probably is Alamigo proper, and they still just have, have the flag. Why? No, you no, know, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. No way. If Garlemald is occupying, we even saw that earlier in the trailer. How many? You know, again, this is owned, again going off the the theory that that was Alamigo as well. Then we know that yeah, one of their big deals is flags. Yeah. They like their okay, flags. Yeah, if a lot. Yeah, I posted in the chat the link for the pre-order Alamigan earring has that like. Yeah. So if they're leaving okay. this up, this makes me think that this is Ralgar's reach, maybe because they would. Still have flags Fuck up there. No, it wait. could be an echo flashback. Hang on, Ralgar's Reach is like oh, an open flashbacks. area of Grassfield. Yeah, Ralgar's Reach is like. It, it, that, I mean, it, there's this is very whatever this is. This is a large, large structure. This is a very well established structure. I would. I would hazard to guess that it's Alamigo proper, but what is confusing is why do they have the flags and not the fucking Garlean flag? Flashback, I think, is probably yeah, because maybe. Garlean That's is blowing could, it that, up. That could be. Maybe yeah. this is but to the, to the original invasion. Didn't they take Alamigo without firing a shot? You know they what? You're did. right. Fuck, you're right. Hmm. So maybe this is the battle of us taking Alamigo back? But why are the flags up? Because this is the first part that we've came in. The whole entire like Griffin Rebellion is like, hey, we're going to replace this part with our flags to show that we in are... In the middle of the fight, we're putting <laughs> yes, flags up? in the middle up. of the fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. It's Because you're right, it's a huge place that has to be under Griffin control. Yeah. Huh. I... Uh... It's either it's either that there is an official holdout, yeah. right? Like there's and it's big, yeah, and and it's substantial. Or, but I don't see that though. Like, why would the Garlean Empire even allow that to stand? Mm-hmm. Or we we've ejected the Garleans and they're trying to take it back. That's the only other thing that I could think. Yeah. I mean, it just it, the context seems weird. And here we go. We get another you know slow shot of Xenos. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everyone is Ida. It's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like is Yida until proven otherwise. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Innocent until proven Yida. <laughs> I like it a lot. I mean, Yida um, until proven not. No. And again, again, we're seeing cannon fire 
from again this does look like the bridge right mm-hmm. like if we if we look at it from from this perspective right like this is the area up here where the benchmark battle the was sort of canyon place. looking area yeah. right right like you had the red mage who like entered from over here right mm-hmm. and then you had the the battle that started to come onto the bridge then you've got the bridge Looks right like a penis stop it <laughs> you're you're being incredibly disruptive and then you've got the bridge, right? And it and and now we're seeing it from a very like sort of head-on perspective. Uh, guys, someone in the chat saying uh, this comes from uh, Coralina says, um, and I think they're, they're they're posing the idea that what if it wasn't taken without a shot? That was just a rumor that was spread because the idea that that uh, Alamigo was taken like that would demoralize a lot of people looking to help or to fight back. Yeah, you, know, you know what? I'm I'm willing to suspend disbelief enough for that. Yeah. That, so that very well could have been a flashback where we learn that, you know what? No, Alamigan was not taken so peacefully that people It was a massacre, in fact. That even, even though there wasn't still a, an established, you know, like, government and, and regime or anything in Alamigo, the people were still strong, but they're not going to tell us that. Well, right. I, think, yeah, exactly. I think that would like, be... It does make sense. Like, it may have been chaos, but you're still not going to let Garlemald just waltz in. Yeah, no, I agree. Right. I think hey, that would be... Those com- guys. I think that would be incredibly compelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So yeah, a lot to lot to dissect in the revolutions video. Um, revelations. Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. So there's a lot of revelations in the revolutions videos. There you say. go. Oh, also, I like what Oshi's saying that maybe it was a flashback to when they were ousting the Mad King, and it wasn't Garlemald attacking that was their civil war. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that could possible. be good. Okay. Interesting. Fucking more Mad Kings. Uh, I was like, yeah, well, why do I keep getting uh, Game of Thrones references here? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, let's go to our phone lines. If you want to give your reactions to uh, any of the videos that we've been watching, either uh, the Revolutions video that we just finished up or two weeks ago when we were talking about the uh, leaked zone data videos that have been making the rounds on YouTube, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash discord let's go to our phone lines now and talk to talia of balmung what's going on talia um i was wondering we know so little about glamour prisms is it possible that the new girl has been Ida the whole time and she and Ida was just lying about her name that who was Ida the whole time lease the lease at least it's still actually Ida. <laughs> Oh my that, god! That. <laughs> no, because the, the thing that makes me doubt that is the fact that when when those re, uh, resistance members found her and they're like, "Oh, Ida, you haven't aged at all," because Ida was older than Lise to start with, and now Lise is Ida's age when Ida disappeared in the first place. Right. So, so at first we're like, "Oh, maybe she used magic to make her stay the same age," but no, we now know that that Ida was her age and then disappeared, and now Lise is Ida's age. So it wouldn't make sense for her to actually still be. Yeah. But the there, double bluff. But there are plenty of. Well, there goes my my number one theory. <laughs> well, oh. but the, there there are multiple questions surrounding the Lita Yeast switcheroo that happened. Lita Yeast is Yeast. Yeast. The Lita Yeast. Yeah, there we go. Evelise. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Just say evilly. Shut up. I, I was right. Don't don't correct me. Um. Anyway, but uh, but I think that yeah, the, it, there's a lot that needs to be revealed there. The fact that you know all, basically Lisa's backstory is set up for more plot coming forward. I mean, there's yes. there's no way. There's no way that Yuda doesn't play a role in Stormblood. There's no way. What a that, missed opportunity. 
opportunity there's that would be. no way that Yida is just straight up dead there's yeah, no, that no would way. I think well, that would I no. mean, that would be the biggest surprise without Papilo? say what can you imagine her without Papalimo Papalimo's he's dead he's gone yeah but we know yes yes I can Papalimo sucks let me believe she's dead I, I mean, that's the, see, the thing is, is that, you know, I can't believe that anyone's dead anymore because no one ever is dead. No one is ever dead. Not true. Except we for Harsh Except Harsh for Harsh. dead. Yeah, that's right. But we now saw him. Yes, sale is gone. Papa Limo's gone. But, we saw. Yeah, well, but we saw so them die died. on screen. This was an off screen death that we're being told about. There's I, no way that this is not actually been confirmed. I looked in the, the, the lower book on the pages that people were saying, and there's nothing that actually confirms that Yida was amongst the people killed in those those certain. Yeah, events. yeah. Oh, my God. Is that really? Pa- really? That page that they pointed out, by the way, all it said was this is the date that the circle of knowing infiltrated the Garleans and, and they many were people died or something. Oh, fuck you, chat room, for even trying to pass that one off. You guys can fuck off. That's such horse shit. I mean, I, I get I get so fucking tired of this when, you know, you're you're playing around with, with theories and theory crafting. We do that a lot on this show. And then someone comes in with, no, it's definitely this because this, and it even said it. Like, and, and then it doesn't you doesn't actually and then say you, it. Then you actually go and you like you look it up and you're like, wow, okay, you're full of horse shit. And a lot of people were saying too that that, that somehow confirmed that Yida went back to Alamigo to help fight with her father and then apparently perished alongside her father. I can't even find any information about that. All I could find was that Lise and Yida went, to, they escaped to Charlayan and then Lise took refuge as Yida under the, the Charlayan and the Circle of Knowing. But then it mentions nothing about the original Yida. It doesn't uh, and- say... And, and again, I, I think that there is a serious question of about who exactly we were interacting with during 1.0 because and I've seen a lot of people really, you know, argue for this uh, quite strongly that, um, you know, the characterization of Yida, like her character and her presence is different in 1.0. There is a marked difference between 1.0 and 2.0. I have a feeling that's because her entire backstory wasn't written in 1.0. I mean, look. <laughs> There's Nika. There is a variety of reasons that it is what it is. I mean, a lot of voice actors got changed from 1.0 to 2.0. She was one of the few characters that actually did have a voice actor from 1.0. So there's a lot of possibilities. But when you're Square Enix, you can kind of play with those cleverly if you so choose. Especially because remember, Yoshi has said on multiple occasions that he had like a specific tool set. You know, when it came to what was there for 1.0, that he had to work with with uh, 2.0 and, and, and 3.0 and even going into 4.0 early on he could have if he thought up this this story or this idea that you know Lise is masquerading as Yida this whole time right. he then could have made the, the choice like look when we write Yida's character she needs to be markedly different from what she was in 1.0 yes. that way he's using what he had to help connect things from 1.0 going forward not just that not just that but we've been getting hints as to Lise's identity ever since going back Back to 2.0, at least since the 2.55 storyline where her mask cracks and we get a look at her eye. I think that was designed to be the very first hint that Yida is not Yida, although I don't know why we should have drawn any significance from that, but I think that was the very I think the first hint. I was just the fact that she covered her face. Maybe. 
and, and, and then the fact that like once she finally does reveal it all the other like circle of knowing people were like yeah we knew obviously like you weren't actually hiding it from us we knew all along right like but, but but i think just the fact that she thought she was hiding it that was the clue like she's i'm not showing my face because i'm not showing you who i am uh anyway uh talia thanks for the call appreciate it i just like that uh talia made the connection that lease is yida so now literally everybody in stormblood is yida. <laughs> there we go I, even, even the, us our characters are also yida someone in the chat suggested that moon brita is yida name <laughs> rhyme it must be who Br- moon brita moon moon i don't breed yida moon is, it does have yida at the end of it yeah. is, that, is that what they call the moon no, no, that's no. Dalamund. That was the Dalamund. you mean Dalayida? <gasps> Yida's been hiding in Dalamund this whole Yida, time. Guys. That's right. Yida is Wait, Dalamund. We, we haven't made the connection yet that Thancred is Yida. The the Dalamund mon uh, the how the would Thancred do himself? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all, Yida. I think it's a big metaphor that <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I'm Yida. Okay, he's yes. Yida. okay. Look, that's I think I think Thank it's you, supposed Sophia. to be a metaphor for the fact that Yida is within all of us. <laughs> Yeah, the, the so black wolf. Even Ida. the main character, the warrior of light, is Ida. That's correct. Okay, we've established this. How have you missed all the clues? <laughs> Maybe the real Ida well, was the friends we made along like, oh, the way. You are actually somebody's sibling all along. The fuck! I just had some presents left under my tree last December by Ida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, if you'd like to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio dot com slash Discord. If you'd like to join us via Discord, uh, yeah, lots of interesting stuff. If you want to uh, chime in on uh, the Revolutions video or the leaked Zone videos that we're coming out with the uh, benchmark, then you can give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero two. Or I'm sorry, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five Limit Break radio.com slash discord one thing uh, i wanted to uh before we turn loose to the phone lines uh i wanted to talk about this article that made the rounds from mmo examiner and we 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 shared this over on our facebook page and if you haven't had a chance to like that yet facebook.com slash limit break radio is how you do that uh but we share we shared this story about midweek and uh this made the rounds on a bunch of different places but mmo examiner um did something kind of interesting they took a no i'm not (laughs) <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not. You guys, you guys gotta try to you know use you a phonetic there like to get E-D-A there. That's E D A. Are they doing the Spartacus? It's, thing? it's yeah. about to be the Spartacus thing in our chat. I think. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so MMO Examiner uh, took a look at a thread that went around on uh, the FF14 subreddit that discussed weeaboos and. How how prevalent it is in this community to run into someone not just in a funny or ironic way or not just someone who is into anime or likes Japanese culture. We're all playing a Japanese online game. It it makes some bit of sense Mm -hmm. that. All of us have some kind of connection, right, to, or some kind of interest in in some aspect of Japanese culture. Watching anime does not make you a weeb, right? Having wall scrolls doesn't make you a weeb, Juxta. I, we and and that's the but. thing we 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 toss we toss it around all the time on we the do. show as you know because it's 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 a, it's a funny, funny laugh line, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that there is uh, I I and and I'm going to be honest. I I have a general 
and genuine discomfort for actual weebs. Yes. And and this is like most of us as adults do. Uh, yes, I think that's fair because that's where like that's where that the, the the weird sort of uneasiness of it comes through. Like like kids doing it right. That that's one thing, but it's when you run into like actual grown adults referring you to themselves as waifu coon or, or or in this article socially awkward sama. Right, <laughs> like like you have dudes in like their thirties and forties, right. you know, doing like oh tentacles you or you know weird shit like that licks snuggles. and glomping and snuggles right. well, equals three. Oh my god, glomping and, and, and like. And like they're doing it to like each other, and they're like just it's there's part of it's I don't just know. like I slash them out glomp with weird. Friends. I don't know. I've done I, that here's the thing: is like you think about like an anime convention, and you know, like you know, almost everyone at the anime convention probably likes anime, but only a small percentage of them are actually what you and would call usu- a weeb. And, yeah, and, and they're the weird. That you see, are usually like. 16 15 like they're just getting into it and they're like oh no, my god this is the best no. thing ever no no like this no. is like the majority the majority when i think of a weeaboo i think of a, a, a child who has finally found somewhere where they fit in and so they embrace it with every fiber yeah. of their being uh-huh. what comes where this awkwardness comes from is when you when you graduate and when you go to college when you finish college and you still have the same mannerisms and weird uh, yeah. awkward peculiar like things about I know identity as you did when you were 15 I know fucking 30 year old adults that wear the fucking cat ears okay in public in public mind you Okay. Yeah, like, at an anime convention, unex- sometimes you can get away with that, but at, in public is a whole other level of cringe. That's fucking yeah. unacceptable. You you make a fucking five figure salary. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't and you know, love this generation where the best we can say is you make a five figure salary? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay if you're pretending to be a myth or a mikote at a fourteen convention? Yes. Because obviously, if you're cosplaying at yeah, a, you're at cosplaying fan fest, that's a totally different thing. Yeah, okay. cosplaying and costuming and stuff like that. Especially that at like fan fest, that's that doesn't not. qualify for weeaboo status. Yeah, what qualifies for weeaboo status is you know, uh, fucking yeah, like like well, Rob, uh, like uh, Kahlo had mentioned. Let me actually re- refer to the article here because okay, right. it, it quotes from the uh, from the uh, the thread on Reddit, uh, which was posted by Fogged Two, and, and he's he basically listed this as culture shock. Like this is the first time he's ran into this. Uh, he says, "I don't mind people lightly perpetuating these Japanese cultures, pop culture, but it's this weird social ecosystem of like baby talk and arbitrary yeah. lols, capital XDs, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that's slowly chipping away at my nerves." And he actually talks about a, a transcript from waifu kun has logged in and uh you know someone licks waifu kun as a hypothetical response and then he's like he's go he goes for a while i thought they were just kids but i've had the experience of logging into discord only to hear voices deeper than mine who act like this in the chat so now they're like there's people actually saying these things aloud to it's it's weird and cringy it is it's like a grown adult man exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah and i think i think the idea that it's perpetuated by kids is one that we reflexively go to so that you know like we're it's like we're protecting ourselves like no this can't be adults that are doing it but in like in more instances than we're comfortable with it is actual fucking adults that are perpetuating this shit that think that it's okay that think that it's 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 like acute thing to do that makes them quirky and unique if they're not forcing it on you and they're not making you participate just log off the discord if you have to read it like why is it is it really affecting you if you have to read that shit or listen to that shit yes it's affecting you do that in tells then block them 
So I'm just gonna block mm. the entire FC. I think. To, well, but I, leave your if you're in an, an entire FC where everyone is talking like that, leave the FC. But All that's, right, I'm that's leaving LBRFC igno- then. Bye, guys. That, that is that is ignoring the. Ouch. That's that's ignoring the greater problem. That why why is there a reaction to this type of behavior? Why do you know folks like us recoil at this type of behavior? And it's not just that it's embarrassing. I think it is embarrassing. But there is also an aspect of cultural appropriation that goes on here where you're it it's easily as offensive as something like blackface is like even even if you do it with sincerity and in seriousness i work at a hip-hop station if the day after i got hired in at a hip-hop station i started wearing fubu and fucking you know like Timberlands and people would look like echo fucking sweatshirts. People would look at me like that's not even the right fucking decade, dude. Like you're not even culturally appropriating the right portion of this. So, you know, you can't tell me that there isn't an element of cultural appropriation here, because guess what? Most of the people that are doing this have no connection, no direct connection or even even tangential connection to Japanese culture. All they have. All they have is the media that they've been exposed to that they like, and so they mimic that in a way that that they think is cool, but ultimately, I think is is just fucking irritating. And 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 I don't offensive is the wrong word, but I just want to end up giving these people swirlies and wedgies and Indian burns and <laughs> and fucking pink belly and magic marker their weenie and I mean like I just want to bully them. I, I want to like I want to beat them up like furries. You know what I mean? Like furries. I I have a hundred percent prejudice against weeaboos and furries, and I'll admit it. It's a it, you know prejudice is a dirty word, but you know what? I think that. That shit is fucking repulsive, and the and the fact the fact that people think that it's cute or they perpetuate it because they think it's cool is I think fucking tone deaf. And that's what comes out of this article that I think is more like discussion worthy. Like, yes, people who talk like cutesy and all that's going to exist if you don't like it, don't pay attention to it. But what the article is trying to make like reference to is the fact that people. I am not yeah, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Was Yida at the Holiday Inn Express? <laughs> I don't understand. No, that's fucking good. I like it. Um, anyway, but the, the fact that, that people who continually do that into their adult life and should be grown to a point where they understand cultural appropriation and understand your own identity as who you are. Yes. And then, then it's saying that is, is becoming the discussion topic here is then is if you act like a weeb and I self-identify as, as an otaku weeb like waifu coon or whatever you want to say does that does that then mean that you are culturally appropriating their their culture in a way that's racist and that's where the discussion let's consider this if i'm correct me if i'm wrong but in japan proper being called an otaku is an insult very bad thing so the fact that that there are people here that actually like self-identify as an otaku you know people who have you know uh uh forsake or, or you know thrown off their own heritage and background and now identify as a weeaboo and and have just anime stuff everywhere that's what they fill their life with yeah straight up that is cultural appropriation and you're right 
And there's, the word otaku it, has become, a, in the English yes. language, has become a different meaning. But I, I, just, I, I, like, just like using the word waifu to mean like a, a girl character you really like is not a Japanese thing either. That's an American thing. Right. And, you know, you say stuff like, oh, well, it's not hurting people. Okay, you're right. It's not. But just because something isn't hurting someone doesn't mean that it's still not, you know, racially insensitive. Yeah, it doesn't mean that that everyone is going to be, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, you should be able to but go ahead and do that. was this article written by a Japanese person? No, and so oh, what well, I'm wondering—the you know thing is, is that the Japanese people that play this game, I think from I've read articles about like uh, um, um, Japanese people comparing American otaku's, and they just kind of laugh at the difference between American otaku's and Japanese. Oh, I'm not otaku's, saying that. I'm not saying that, that anyone funny. has to. I don't think that anyone is actually culturally offended by this. I, I don't. Well, but do you have to be? Does there have to be an offense there? To uh, to identify something as cultural appropriation here. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Robbie, you had brought a brought up a good point that a lot of these people kind of cast aside their own histories or their own backgrounds in favor of trying to um, give themselves a narrative. Right. You know, and and the thing is, is I think as we grow up, a lot of us do that. A lot of us play with our own self identity and. That is a por- an important part of growing up. And I think, you know, you can come out the other side with one of two views on this. And, and, and you could come out with like, okay, well, culture is very subjective. And, um, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to, to, to pin down. Uh, and, and I think out of that, you get people who have this kind of have this very blurry distinction about what classifies or qualifies as qual- cultural misappropriation. And then you have kind of the other side of it where you reject uh, the entire notion of culture that culture even exists in a, a decade like 2017 you know what i mean like i am one of those people where i think culture is fucking stupid in all forms i think american culture is stupid eastern culture is stupid the the fact that people identify with regions or history i think is just taking the baggage of dead people with you it's people you've never known and you've never met and you want to just take their baggage and heap it on yourself and so all of their traditions and all of the shit that they would do that made no fucking sense are suddenly things that you do and i don't know what fucking purpose that serves i don't know what personal purpose it serves if it gives you some deeper meaning into life fine good for you but for me it's never done that i've never been able to um you know to 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 get that out of my uh you know attempts to play with my self-identity and and I just I I think that the very notion of culture at all is annoying and old and decrepit and and just it just needs to go away. But it allows people to ridicule uh, uh, p- other people. Like like for example, when uh, when it's St. Patrick's Day, if it wasn't for culture, we couldn't make fun of Americans celebrating it when they're not Irish and getting drunk. It's not saying that you have to erase history or ignore history, but what it's saying is is like taking pride in that shit is fucking pointless you know what i mean it's there's a great doug stanhope joke about this where he's like you know uh around the time that uh you know in the in the the space after 9-11 where the french didn't 
agree with with us going to war in the Middle East, right? And you had this whole movement in the United States of calling them freedom fries instead of French freedom fries. Freedom toast. And, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, yeah. And, 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 you know, around that time, you heard a whole lot of rhetoric like, well, well, those fucking cowards, the French, well, they didn't even come help us in World War II. And you go, yeah, really, Pete? World War II? Was that us? Was that us last weekend? Were we, were we garroting krauts in the fucking trenches of World War II? <laughs> No, that was some shit that dead people did that we had no hand in, that we can take no pride in. Take pride in your own fucking accomplishments. Right. Stop trying to heap the, the accomplishments of, of people that you were mildly related to onto yourself and take credit for that shit. The whole notion of culture is fucking stupid and ancient. In which case, then I have a good question for you from the chat. The number J says, if you think that culture should go away, why are you complaining about cultural misappropriation because it, it you that's an idealistic point of view it's that's not the world that we live in there is cultural divisions there is racism and if you don't acknowledge it you're fucking tone deaf to the way that real life works I'm sorry, I wanted to be born a dragon. Well, I'm going to become a dragon kin. No, go fuck yourself. You have a problem with being able to tell fantasy from reality. That's your real problem. That you're you're completely unhappy with your life and you need to go and meaningfully address that. Konnichiwa. Senpai, please notice me. I watch Asian cartoons. I'm a weeaboo. <laughs> I live in my mom's house. I'm like 32. I collect swords and throwing stars because I'm a weeaboo. Yeah, that a sounds scalia right. Lover. From a scholar lover. Sheesh. <laughs> um, and, that's, and that's the thing is that it's just so fucking cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. It's just so cringeworthy because I, again, it, you know, we assign this to, to, to young, very young, you know, 15, 16, 17. And I feel like it's people who just don't ever grow out of that. Yeah, unfortunately. Now, one of the best things that came out of this article, you know, we said that it went up on a multiple uh, array of different platforms, but the outcry and the lashback from weeaboos or self-identified weeaboos is probably the biggest gift this article could have ever given this show. Which, by the way, if you consider yourself a weeaboo or if you want to try to argue the point, please defend your culture. Give us us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash discord. So, I don't know how weeaboo can be considered a culture in anyone's minds, even in people who self-identify as a weeaboo. That's not your culture. That's just your hobbies. Well, no, I think that I think that <laughs> Nika. no, Nika, Nika. I think I think to, your to, culture is where you were born and what you were raised growing uh, up. Okay, doing. that's the that's the whole point of this article is that there are some people, Nika, who deny that. Yeah, they straight up say uh, no, it is not. I am a weeaboo, and, and I mean, this I is my you culture. You were raised in a weeaboo Body family, and, and you were hentai. raised to only know what a weeaboo is and never know any other culture. Nika, fucking dragonkins are a thing. Like, that wasn't just some shit that I made up to be funny. There are people who are that disconnected from reality that they go, well, I don't like the fact that I was born in Bemidji, so I'm gonna pretend that I was born in Tokyo. Someone Despite despite the fact that I'm a fucking albino living in the middle of Minnesota. Don't people do that with... What the fuck? With mermaids, too? Yes! 
Yes. Yeah, that's it's, weird. Oh, yeah. Actually, people do it with all different animals. You Ugh. can search like do- cat. There's that uh, that Norwegian chick who says she's a uh, a cat. Yeah, with, I was just she actually believes that she's a cat in a human's body. Yeah. All of that is horrific. All of that is so cringeworthy that I can barely stand to watch four seconds of it if I stumble across it on YouTube. It just makes you so angry it if you try does. to. It does because you know what? The, I, I look. I'm I'm not someone who terrible. I don't like myself. Jesus Christ. Those are the people. I don't fucking like my. I'm not a. You guys listen to me every fucking week. I gotta live with this shit every fucking day. You you think you think I get you think I get a, a any kind of respite from myself yelling at myself? That doesn't happen. No, I always yell at myself. So if you think that I can be overbearing on this show, try living in my head, okay? And here's the thing: even even though I don't terribly like myself, I have way more self-respect and way more dignity than to allow myself to be fucking self-identified as a weeaboo. Ugh. As long as you don't pretend to be a me. I see nothing wrong with it. Be a me? Be a me? It's a BME. Like a, a me from a like Nintendo? Me? I don't know. I have no idea. Chile, we need you to clarify that in the chat for us. I'm confused. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I... I the The... Play with your self-identity at all you fucking want. I was a punk rock kid. I was a metal kid. I, you know, I've, I've done, played with self-identity plenty. But, I mean, if you're into your late 20s, early 30s, and you still don't have a handle on this shit, and you still don't really like yourself, I don't know, man. Therapy? Maybe? I don't know what to tell you at that Woodland point. Woodland survival? But I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what my reaction is to interacting with you, either through this game or in real life, is that it is fucking unbearable. It, I'll never be your friend. I, I can never be your friend if this is the way that you behave with any level of seriousness. I just can't. I can't. And maybe that doesn't matter to you. But I... I mean, you know, like that's 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 really the problem is that anytime I see that, I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking embarrassing. Like it is it is so mortifying to me and so so fucking cringeworthy. That's the problem with it. I I came out of reading this article with a completely different impression. My what MMO examiner you said this was? Yes. Yes. I came out of reading this article going this is what fucking constitutes gaming journalism today. This is acceptable to go onto a Reddit, find some drama that's going on, and say, yep, that's news. Okay, you well, first of all, well. I don't know that it's claiming that this type of stuff is news, but I think it is taking Is a, it a news website? It's taking a social aspect, which exists. You yeah, cannot deny I, I exi- I that this exists. is is extremely prevalent in, in, I think, nerd culture, specifically, though, something like Final Fantasy, right? All right, so this is more looking at, like, a social aspect or or some type of, you know, social engineering sort of deal than it is, quote-unquote, news. You're right. It's not a headline. It's not, oh, you know, the newest expansion for MMO drops and blah, 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 blah. But this is talking about, like, a, 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 a subset of what our online culture exists. This is a thing. Oh, is this the state of FF14 podcasting where these guys get to talk about a Reddit thread that was then taught and made into a fucking article? I mean, like, the same charge what? can be leveled at us for having this very same conversation yeah, right but now. But we don't ever, if, ever call ourselves a news outlet no. in any situation. This could have been an opinion piece, though, right? Yeah. Is it an op-ed? 
mean, I would assume I would so. Assume there's so, yeah. but, there's but, enough okay. opinion in let, there where, yeah. Let me ask you this, Escalia. Yeah. If that's the only criticism that you can level at this. Oh, I agree with it. I just think it's garbage as an article. That's fair. It's talking about garbage. You fuck, dude, asshole. You are what you write about. <laughs> you are what you podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd like to get to some of the comments, though, okay? Because we farmed some really great weeb reactions. Oh, and there was no shortage of them. Gold boy, butter judged the body pillow, and let's get some fanfic up in this bit. Stop! Fan fiction, we need it. All right, so so we we, we did. We took some responses from uh, an FF14 uh, group on Facebook. Yes. Okay? Now, the names of the following people have been changed to protect their identity and save the families from suffering great shame. Okay? There, you won't have to commit ritual seppuku. Sudoku? Sudoku. Oh. <laughs> All right, so this first one comes from uh, Naruto-san Mix Samurai. He says, lol, I find this pretty fucking stupid. Being a weeaboo has nothing to You're do... You're not... Hang on. What? You're not reading this in a weeaboo oh, enough okay, voice. Okay, okay, sorry. You need to read them in a really weeaboo okay, voice. All right. What is a weeb voice? Lol, I found this pretty fucking stupid. Being a weeaboo has nothing to do with race, and this article fails to make the connection at all. You can be a pure-blooded Japanese-American and still be a weeaboo. Why are you reading it like a scalia? <laughs> I mean, what is he saying? But I don't even know if I understand that. You can be a pure blood Japanese American and be so, a, a pure yourself? blood Japanese American. <laughs> so both so the parents pure, are Japanese. You mean Hang you're, on, you're pure Hang blood on. Japanese born in America. I don't think that you can be a weeaboo if you are Japanese. Pure blood Japanese American, right? So mm-hmm. what you're saying is, is that both of your parents emigrated to the, the United States, yeah, and then you were born in, America. and then you were born in the United States. But that's, I mean, that seems like a really technical classification to be bringing a, an argument up for. You know what I mean? Like, he's, saying, he's saying that you can be a weeaboo no matter what your race is, even if you're Japanese. Yeah. And so therefore... I, well, that, that statement would have made sense, but that's not what the fuck they said. And, and therefore, it's not racist because any race can be because a weeaboo. Because Japanese can also be weeaboos. But that statement makes sense, though. But they're saying first pure. But it doesn't actually pure, make sense. First if of all, you're Japanese and it's your history. First your of all, pure blood seems like a really. <laughs> there reminds me of Harry Potter. Like you're pure blood. Yeah. You're a, yeah. No mud really blood Japanese Americans can. Fuck. <laughs> That's so racist. The term mud blood at all. Like the fact that that was that that it even I mean, it was got a made fl- up racist term for Harry Potter. But yes, I don't know that that was a made up racist term. I think that I was a swore that was for Lollafels. No, I actually think no that uh, Nika, they grow up in the mud because they're potatoes. Nika, that was actually a real racist term that Harry Potter Harry Potter brought it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fucking ugh, gross term. Right. Like not. Not fun. Yeah, not a charming term. Um, so I, I just, I pure blood. Like anytime you say pure blood, anything, and you're talking <laughs> about another human being, I'm already going. Ah, I don't know. You might not. You might want to use the different terminology for dogs than you do for humans. Just saying. Well, you see, even still, you say pure breed, not pure blood. <laughs> like that just sounds weird. Uh, Scalia, did you want to read the next one? No. No. Oh, okay. You read the next one. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, am I just going to read all of them? Then? I didn't have my phone out oh, to read. Juxta, do you want? Would you like to read one? Sure. This one okay. comes from Mister Bald White Guy with a porn stash holding a tiny dog. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Good to hear from him. I'm glad he's okay. Can we really trying to avoid being a weeaboo into racism? Really? Can we not for once? 
Can we not? I just want to. I just want to point out that the first four words that you said were not no. anywhere can, written can you use down. The on word this. avoid, and yeah. I don't. Yeah, see yeah I don't know where the fuck you got really any of that. Are we really trying to turn being a weeaboo into racism now? Really? Can we not for once, please? It says for so that makes it sound like he's found multiple discussions where people turn no, weeaboo-ism no, into racism. I, 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 think, I think what I've this is is he's before. like everything gets turned into a race issue. Now this, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, to me, that's that's some of that alt-right dog whistling, like, nothing is racist, shut the fuck up. When it's actually very clearly racist. Like, this is this is the type of guy, this is the, this is the kind of person that will see someone in a pointed white hood and go, no, nah, that's not a KKK reference, you're crazy. He's just being a ghost for Halloween, that's even right. though it's mid-January. Low that's, effort, white mage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the kind. That's the kind of 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 excuse that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have? Uh, yeah, your phone? I got it now. Okay. So this is uh, from Doctor McManus, who studies women at the University of Life. You. <laughs> <laughs> actually, from, from his Facebook, by the way, from studies, afar, studies women at the University of. Oh, Life. so that? Oh my God, that's real. That's so that real. Part of it was real. Yes, the Doctor McManus. That's the fake part. That's the fake part. Wow. Oh my God! Callow, Callow, I I don't mean to like like oh. discredit you in any way. I just need to ask to make sure it wasn't. He's taking women's studies. <laughs> no, no, no. Studies women. Oh my God! At That's the University so of Life. Ugh. That means he's a creeper. Every day. Yeah. It also, you know what that also means? He's never felt the inside of a vagina ever in his entire life. Not a real one. No. Flashlight. Yep. Flashlight. Okay, great. <laughs> anyway, what did he say? I'm <laughs> sure he has some great insight. Uh, he says, every time I see the words cultural appropriation, I sigh inwardly and wait for the idiocy to begin. I'm going to sigh inwardly right now. I mean, to be honest, he's, he's not wrong. Even if the people who are saying cultural appropriation are truly in the right, there yeah. are always going to be idiots in this discussion. There, so dude, he's not oh, and wrong. And it is annoying. It is annoying when when you have people who say that everything is cultural appropriation. Yeah. Because that's not true. I mean, I think... Th- uh, like it, it, it. This is a gray area. This is not a black it's, and white. It's a big area. buzzword right now. It's not. That's true. That's what it is. There's an, and yeah. like in the last year, there has not been a single conversation with the words cultural appropriation that has been even the slightest bit bearable okay, to watch but, or read. But in this case, people are literally rejecting their own background and culture in favor of replacing it with everything Japanese. I mean, that's exactly. the very definition. That is of the yes. definition if of it, cultural appropriation. If it has ever been applicable. Now is the time. Now is the time. Yeah, Yeah. it's not applicable though. But the thing is, is that what this is is just an automatic reaction to seeing the buzzword and and going, oh, well, this is dumb, without actually you know stopping and thinking like, actually, this has a point. Yep. And we've been making this point for a long time. I mean, you know, Limit Break Radio has long been a bastion of anti-weebiness. And we're about to get injected with a huge, huge oh, yeah. mass of weebiness with Samurai and 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 Doma and Kagan and all of the uh, Othard places. Uh, you know, I think that this is going to but be far more pronounced. Now I have a question. Does purposefully mispronouncing Japanese names make you racist? When you know how to pronounce them and you don't do it on purpose. Mm, I don't know. I, I mean, probably a little bit. <laughs> probably a bit, but I also mispronounce like um, words, like English words wrong on purpose. So, um, Yeah, Nika, quit being a Tusundari and be nice to me, okay? I don't know. I think Never. that might have been more, I think that might have been classified a little bit into the Yandari circle. 
It's pronounced Y and Dairy. All right, next, next. All right, so this next one. Okay, this next one's a special one. Okay. Oh, okay. This oh, is good. a special one. This particular person posted three times in a row Ooh. within no, five minutes. That's triggered. That is triggered well, territory. Actually, that last one that was was like in response to something's down the ways. Oh, okay. But yeah, so so she had multiple thoughts that she had to put in multiple posts in quick succession. So uh, this comes from Sakura Weeby Lolita Chansan, outspoken advocate for the superior treatment of weeaboos. <laughs> so her first post. Okay, now I read it. I won't even bother going about the actual quote-unquote content and quote-unquote purpose of this article, okay? I will just point out something. This article claims analysis and decursive response. I'm sorry, but what the actual fuck? An angry block post in response to a random video block on YouTube is not and will never be fucking decursive. A block post is also not a freaking analysis. Whoever wrote this, I hate you. No, I don't think there was any YouTube video involved yeah, with any of this. I was very confused by what the fuck she's talking about. She's trying, yeah. Yeah. Uh, second post. Not that I actually expected any articles were actually worth the title examiner from the MMO examiner, but what the hell are they smoking over there? This Third. one I agree with. Fuck that one. Yeah, website. I mean, that's not a horrible... <laughs> Third no, post. But, but here's my thing. She posted a response, and then she's sitting there still fuming like, no, you know oh, yeah. what? It, 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 what? Yeah. No, it needs I, more. If, if you, yeah, if you want any kind of evidence that you got under somebody's skin, nobody apparently knows how to edit a fucking Facebook post anymore. Mm-hmm. So they'll just post seven, eight times in a row until they feel like they've gotten all of the demons out of their head. This next one, though, this is the cherry on top, okay? Listen and feel how palpable the irony in this statement is. I can't even put into words how much I hate it when people write lengthy shit in big words. Ah! Someone send me kittens, please, quickly. Oh, I hope someone, I hope someone sent a box of lobsters. Or a puma. Or dead kittens. Or... Oh, oh no. Not dead kittens, no. A box of bees. She didn't say they wanted them to be alive. Can it be a box of bees? Can we actually, can we pull our money and send her a box of of wasps? Is that possible? I don't think we'll have to pull our money. I don't think that's too expensive. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, well, but you got to find someone dumb enough to get a wasp's nest and then ship it. Listen, we have a fund here for just this sort of thing. What do you think the equipment fund is for? (laughs) Yeah, but who's actually going to do it? I mean, I'm not going to do it. Girl. I mean... Hmm. That's not a terrible idea. I'm not doing it. And then uh, oh, I'm definitely not. And then in response to someone asking something, I forget what it was, she goes, "I mean, technically, is someone a weeaboo when they like Metal Gear or Resident Evil?" Why? They were basically positing that if you like anything that was created by Japanese people, that you're a weeaboo. Oh. Uh, and uh, another comment, and I, I really like this one, uh, comes from Mr. My Last Name is Actually Draconis. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My By last name is Actually Draconis. Actually Thank Draconis. You. Yep. Uh, on, on Facebook, which means that he's had to provide some kind of legal documentation as... Yes. No, you don't. I have whatever as my name. anything. <laughs> uh, do you have whatever as your name right now? My current Facebook name is not my real name. You know what? You should report her. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm yeah, going re- to. Report please her. report me. Please going do. To. Okay. Yeah, because if, Chris I don't know, has if, had if, if you've noticed, he's this. not Chrysonical anymore, Nika. Uh, because I've, he couldn't I've had prove to my name before on Facebook. Too. Because he couldn't prove that that's legally his name. Yeah, they asked for identification. Yep. He had to send him a picture of his driver's license. Facebook. Facebook. Uh, or they wouldn't let it, they wouldn't let him take his account back. Yep. Wow. 
So yeah, I, I did get flagged once when my my name was like my cosplay name instead, and like this doesn't sound real enough, so I had to take half of it out. A- anyway, anyway, dumb dildo, who's actually his actual last name is Draconis, uh, says this whole cultural appropriation thing is bullshit to begin with. Throughout history, cultures have migrated, and people have been like, "Hey, I like your clothes design, so I'm taking that style back home." Or you know, I love your hair and makeup. People back in France are gonna do I'm gonna try it it is it is an admiration for cultural and not degradation these people don't even understand basic human nature I suspect I don't I don't know that like there is the a fine culture line would be a uh, an admiration of the Japanese culture. No, I don't think they would see it that way. <laughs> it's, 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 it's more like a fetish. It's like you fetishize. Oh, no, it is. It's like you yeah. fetishize oh. Japanese culture. Oh. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. And in I terms think, of a weeaboo, I definitely agree. But like, there is a fine line between like respecting or like thinking someone's hairstyle is cool and then wearing it. And a lot of people are like, no, that's cultural appropriation. But where is the line drawn in that aspect? It, again, the this is level it's a, completely different when you replace your own culture with another culture that's totally I think the line- hang on hang on i think i think one of the important distinctions there is okay you know yes i like this this kind of aspect of uh of culture and i'm gonna put my own twist on it you just take it you take that harajuku style and you put it on stage boom guess what you're fucking carrie paid uh, Katy perry or gwen stefani right you take that and you tweak it and you make it your own thing suddenly you're you know you have something a little bit more original and people don't look at it and go oh my god that that is just that's just what what's her face was doing in japan two months ago you know what i mean like i i think that there is that there is a line but it's it's not clearly definable it is a gray area it's not i've always wondered why like hairstyles are not okay to copy but yet you're like oh i can make the best mexican food ever and you are not mexican at all and i'm like where does where's the line drawn i really wants dreads guys no, I really don't. But Jesus. I'm just interested. I've, I've actually been interested in this kind of thing for a while, and anything I've looked up on it has not really defined where that line. But is. I think maybe I- the line is when you jack off to it. Maybe that's where the line is. <laughs> not many people oh, jack off to burritos, but people do jack off to hairstyles well, sometimes. And, but there's also, again, this. I think it comes into cultural blending because when you take something and then incorporate it to your own aspect of style, I don't think that that's appropriation. But when you let it consume the entirety of your style and that's the only thing that you project to other people, then I do think that that starts to flirt with cultural appropriation. I mean, and and again, it, th- these goalposts do move. Uh, you know, it, it changes. Yeah. It changes with the times. Something like hip hop. You know, ten, fifteen years ago. Uh, you know, before you know, before your M and M's was largely seen as a predominantly black urban movement and and wanted to stay black urban and now it has completely changed the the demographics of hip-hop when you go to a hip-hop show there's a lot more white people in that crowd than you know you would even you if if you have if you've never had any kind of interaction with hip-hop that would surprise a lot of people i was gonna say how many uh uh uh, black comedians you see making jokes about you know going to a kanye concert in dallas and it's like all white people it is yeah that's true and the other thing about where that line is is a part of it is like the bastardization of the culture and then representing it as the actual culture. Here's the truth about like the weeaboo culture. If you went to Japan and behaved like that, 
They'd look at you like you're weird. That's true. And and that's the other thing is that there's also uh, a sort of arm's length distance that most of these people keep from Japan. Not saying that they wouldn't go to Japan if they had yeah. the, um, the means. Yeah, the means to or not to say that they wouldn't live there. But I think, yeah, you're right that if you're a gaijin over in Japan and, uh, you know, doing doing fucking all of that uh, walk weeaboo, around with your body weeaboo, pillow in yeah, public that, that fucking weeaboo shit you're dude there's gonna be like a 10 foot radius around you the, no yeah. one's gonna want to have anything to do with it. right you. and like that's where i think like the racism of it lies is you are taking very specific elements of japanese culture and bastardizing them and distorting them and then presenting that to the world as what japanese culture is yeah good, yeah good point yeah and and, and if I, like, and, and nika to your point like if i you know if i just make a really good mexican dish if it's actually a mexican dish i can call it mexican food but at the same time i don't go to taco bell and call that mexican food right but it is a mexican <laughs> food it's not it's a taco uh okay the taco, that, the, the taco, that is that the is exactly what i'm referring to great awesome no, but I, I, I think that that is that, that that's a hundred percent legit. I, I think that that totally scans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to hear from uh, members of our audience if you want to give us a call. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Uh, we had Chinchilla hanging on the line of Hyperion, but it looks like that call dropped. No, uh, Chinchilla from like call back. Alpha. Yeah, I don't know. Call back if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this last comment here, uh, I tried to farm comments out of the original reddit thread but surprisingly the first like 200 or so comments were actually talking about it pretty level-headedly and, and, I, and that's the thing is the that fuck out. There's, I, we, no, there's a we lot of changed people. reddit look there's a lot of people that are really uncomfortable by the whole idea of the weebiness mm-hmm. or weebism um and uh and and who just who don't like it and i think you saw a response in that thread yeah that's uh, true. Uh, to that mm-hmm. and so yeah i did have one comment that i wanted to read though because it, it amused me i thought it was a really great way to fight the weebs with their own you know weapons or whatever so death happens says my preferred method of dealing with these impromptu quote-unquote cutesy ugu rpers is to counter with rp of my own as a knight in my best foul medieval english hark what manner of creature art thou to pounce upon me unannounced unhand me unhand i stay lest thou will cross swords with mine he says 90% of the, of the of the time they're too stumped to do anything but shut up and keep playing. The other 10% they actually have the brains to RP out of a paper bag and we can get an accord going. Also uh, much less reportable than telling them to go die in a fire. We can get an accord going. I love it. Hilarious. I, actually, I really dig that actually. I know, I think that that's really funny. I think that that's a great way to uh to kind of disarm that whole uh-huh. thing. And I, and I you know it I, it you're is not going to get reported like you had to be told about to get true. the clock off and yeah. yeah why 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 go through the hassle of dealing with having your account reported when you can just do something funny yeah hmm. uh limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord by the way i want to remind all of our callers you're calling into a fucking radio show a radio show if you want to bitch about your hold times if you want to complain about your hold times, don't call into a radio show. Are people complaining? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that happens a lot. Yeah, oh, you weren't ready for me. Check out, dude. It took 10 minutes to get to me. Yeah, because we had to finish a point in a conversation. 
That's how a fucking radio. This is this is hilarious because some I mean, I've tried to call into radio people, shows and like not gotten through. So. Exactly, people. You know, people think like it's it's this entitlement. Like, oh well, you guys take calls, so take it immediately. I'm calling right now. Take my call right now. You fucking children. Yeah. And then and then they hang up and they're like, oh, I'm going to take my ball and go home. And then they claim, oh, I tried to call, but you didn't want to talk to me, yeah. obviously. You're yeah. silencing people. Fuck's sake. <laughs> you fucking children. Yeah, try calling into sports talk sometime. Enjoy that hour wait. Exactly. Exactly. I come from the actual radio world where when you look at the hold times, they're upwards of 45 minutes sometimes, depending on what you want to talk about and where we're at in the conversation. Fucking A, dude. I get so fucking tired of this. Oh, well, you kept me ho- holding on too long, so I'm not going to bother making my point. Well, then you're, I guess your point was fucking stupid. Stupid. And it wasn't like worth, your face. It wasn't worth listening to in the first goddamn place. Ah. Moxie the Makote. Welcome to the snowflake generation. Exactly. That's the fucking thing. Is You know what? Oh, I'm sorry we wasted 10 minutes of your fucking time. That you had to hold for. I mean, if you, especially Ooh. if you're already listening to the show anyway, it's not like we're wasting your time. <laughs> exactly. You're sitting there waiting. What do you do? You hang up the phone and then just keep listening to our show anyway. Exactly. God damn it. I swear to God, sometimes the people of this community are fucking dense. Wait, are uh, you it's the LB Army dense? Not, not the LB Army, the <laughs> no. FF14 They're community. They're the ones who are calling in. No, yes. the, the, the community, because because not everyone who listens to us are fans of us, all right? Just because you're in the chat doesn't mean you're an LBR member, okay? That's fine. We get that. People hate watch us, okay? And those are the people... There, there are also people who, who are, like, under the this... people that call in, Cal, let's be real. There's, there's, you know, there's, there's enough people in here who think, like, oh, well, I, you know, I donated $5 earlier. They're going to get to my call really fast no you're gonna sit on call and uh, on hold until we're ready for you that's how this process fucking works sit on hold or don't call in that's fine someone ready that's fine i don't give a shit whether or not you call in clearly we can fill the three hours without you we program <laughs> this show. I don't we know. We we have that. eleven minutes to go. I don't think we can do it without a call. We program without that one person's call who hung up. We program this fucking show every single week, assuming that we won't get any calls. We don't need the calls. We allow you to call. It's something that we allow for you to do. No other show does this. No other FF14 podcast does this. They don't, they're not going to sit here and take your fucking abuse. They're not going to sit here and listen to your stupid opinions. And yes, I'm calling your opinions stupid, especially if you fucking hang up before you even get on the air. Must have been, your convictions must be really strong in that case. Good job. Epic Lurker, your call will be ignored and the order was received. (laughs) I I love it. Let's go to our phone lines and talk to Nico Zarkon. What's up, Nico? Not a whole much, man. How you doing? Good. I want to congratulate you for having a spine and being able to stay on hold. Yay. Congratulations. And for having a similar name to me. Only took me calling in twice. (laughs) Well, what's up? Uh, No, I was kind of calling in about the uh, cultural appropriation. I'm just trying to figure out, are you guys coming from the basis that 
the cultural appropriation is both negative and that there's no one in Japan who's also as bad as the Americans who are also dressing like we. Oh my God, no, I'm not even going to even go half that distance. I'm going to say that there's plenty of uh, Japanese cultural appropriation from the West and that it's just as weird and fucked up as as the opposite. You know, when you, when you are able to sell skin-lightening cream as and a pro- as a be- to look more as a beauty product, yes, and you get eye surgery to look more Western. Yeah, I would say that that is the same thing in reverse, and it's fetishizing Western culture, and that is as equally uh, fucked probably, up. I, I probably worded that incorrectly. I'm just saying that within the otaku community in Japan. There are people who actually are exactly like. Oh, yeah, he, he's, I don't he's right. I don't. I'm. Not, I'm saying. I'm saying it's not a negative connotation of weebs. I'm saying that our weebs are exactly like some of the weebs in Japan. All right, right. And uh, as, well, as, the as, as we discussed, in Japan are looked at really, really. Yes, negative. as we yes. discussed earlier, in Japan, being called an otaku isn't a cool thing. You're basically being labeled as a social no. pariah. Yeah, no, and, I, and I'm with you there. I'm just, you, I'm just kind of going after the, the whole uh, appropriation thing because it's uh, the only reason I'm kind of going after this. Oddly enough, I was actually at a Japanese fashion show in Houston two weeks ago. Uh huh. That's what. Hang no, on. I don't hear enough stories that begin with that line. Yeah, that's. Stri- yeah, okay, no, there, it, have- it was all over. It was all over the Lolita Gothic. Okay, and I was like, okay, okay but that's well, a fashion style. That's an actual fashion trend, and it's was was it was it Japanese? Yeah, it's very big in Houston, apparently. So I was like, okay, I'll go check it out. I, I had nothing else going that Saturday. Was it was it like a Japanese clothing brand? Yeah, no. I mean, actually, two weeks previous to that, it was at another one where actually the Japanese fashion designers were in the U.S. for Anime Matsuri that convention. And I met a whole bunch of Japanese fashion designers came to the U.S. and were answering questions. See, so but I, th- weeps. I think that, see, but that's different though. <laughs> that's that's different because that is taking someone who is a active auteur in their regional space and in their professional life and giving them the ability to exhibit somewhere outside of Japan. I think that that's cool. Now, I don't know who the I don't you know, I don't know what the the demographic of who was there looked like and why you would do it in Houston does seem a little bit strange, but I do think that the ability to exhibit other cultural aspects is really cool. What is I think what is um annoying about it is when someone uh, you know, just kind of comes in and decides. Well, I like this. I'm going to take this for me, and yes, you know, p- puts thing. it on themselves. Like if it was, if it was Houston clothes designers that were making kimonos that, and and exhibiting them in Houston, I think that that gets a little bit closer mm-hmm. to something like cultural appropriation that we're talking about, as opposed to, uh, you know, allowing a, a a Japanese exhibitor to exhibit outside of their borders. Well, even in in the case like that. Like, cause you know, you know, we were all like, what to the idea of, you know, a Lolita fashion show in Houston, anyone who went to that show, fine. They could go there. They can enjoy what they see because chances are when most of them leave, they're going to go home and watch a game of baseball or they're going to sit down and play some Tekken. But some of them, the ones we're talking about, go home into their room that's lined with wall scrolls. They have nothing but body pillows. They're wearing their waifu shirt and they sit down to do their 25th marathon of Naruto in HD. Wow, that is specific. But I mean, like it. it <laughs> I, I think. I think it's not just 
Japanese culture that that type of attachment to gets really annoying with. I think it's if you do that with any aspect of your personality, like if the only way that you can I'll use myself as an example. I was super into punk rock. I was in a punk rock band for a long time when I was a kid from like 17 to 19. I had trouble uh, you know, socializing with with people who didn't listen to punk rock or who weren't interested in punk rock. And I think that it is incredibly um, isolating when you do that with an aspect of your personality or an aspect of something that you like. And it also, I think, stunts your growth as a person because you the, the greater attachment you have to something, the harder time you have moving on from it. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to move on from anime and their late 20s or early 30s. I don't think that. But I do think that if you if you do one thing or you 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 concentrate so closely on one portion of culture to the exclusion of everything else that that inherently becomes obnoxious as as a personality type. And and you know, for as much as we're railing on weebs, I think that you know, this this extends to uh you know, people who are furries and they want everyday furry acceptance they want to be able to wear fursuits to fucking work like there no like there is uh, keep that in your hobby yeah exactly like yeah and that's and I think that's exactly my point with with the weebiness is it's like you know what like it's fine to have an interest in cultures other than your own but like expect people to have fucking questions when you walk into your house you take your fucking shoes off put on a kimono and demand that everyone else do the same and, like and eat your ramen with chopsticks that, yeah there there is a logic like there is there's like a point where you go like wow this is a lot like this is really over but this is too much you know what i mean and it's a I, I i will say it again it is a gray area it's not black and white it's not like oh you do this one thing and that makes you a weeb but i would i would i i, I guess this entire segment is is a, a word of caution for those that are really enthusiastic about japanese culture that you might be turning some people off uh, with with the personality that you're projecting because it seems inherently disingenuous that's yeah, no, it's, it's, to go back to that convention I went to, I mean, I, they, they actually had from Japan a group of uh, one of those made cafes there. I paid the $25 for the ticket. I'm standing in line. I look at the guy behind me, and he's dressed in a Sailor Moon outfit and looks like he hasn't brushed his teeth in about three years. Oh. I didn't care that I paid 25 bucks. I got out of line. So I wasn't <laughs> going in with this guy. Yeah. Did it smudge a bullet? Yeah. Did, did his breath smell like rotting onions? Like, ugh. I, I, I tried to back up enough, man. I didn't get that close and did try not to think about it, but I did walk away and then just sacrifice that 25 bucks. I mean, I just I, I think, you know, again, the reason that we're talking about this is that, you know, it's it's been a wider discussion now uh, in not just our own, you know, conversation circles that other people are recognizing this as well, that this is incredibly cringeworthy, that it's incredibly difficult to have to interface with on a regular basis and how often it penetrates into the FF14 community, I think are all points that are worth talking about. But I feel like when we play cute yeah. little characters dressed up in cute little outfits, and people says, OMG, you're my waifu-kun. I feel like in a Japanese RPG, I really don't 
see that as being okay, problematic. But even in the original post, the guy says, like, all right, it was weird, but I assume they were kids. Like, like yeah. that, that was something where he's like, all right, not my cup of tea, but you're right. You do you. And it wasn't until he realized these are grown men who are also doing it vocally in discord with each other yeah, that yeah, it was like, okay, weird, this shit yeah. is weird. And it's like the whole conversation. There's a gray area and there's a point where you get to where it's like, and now it's too much. Exactly. Uh, Nico, thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. Uh, if you I want, change your name. If uh, if you want to uh, if you want to give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five Limit Break Radio dot com slash Discord. Hope you guys are ready to go for the long haul. I'd love to be able to get more calls for this, but we just got hosted by Mister Happy for five hundred people. So that was, that's like, what's damn. up. Five hundred and forty eight. That's five, a lot of five forty eight. That's what's up. So um, uh, for those that are just joining us right now, uh, welcome in from uh, Mister Happy Stream. Nice to have you here. We're currently talking about the article that went around the FF14 community talking about weeabooism and whether or not that is a, a, a you know a detriment or just something that comes along with the community and uh, I think to our point that you know it has been a pretty uh, you know a, a pretty obvious detriment um, I mean ever like has there ever been a point where we haven't had to deal with this like it, it has been pretty ever present I think even going back to FF11 yeah I, I can just right off the top of my head I can already recall people from back in FF11 who who displayed a lot of these characteristics. Both, you know, people that had in passing and even people that, you know, were like link shell leaders or longtime friends and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah it goes back pretty far. Yeah. And 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 so again, we want to hear from you. Uh do, are if if you're a weeaboo and you think that there is nothing wrong with the uh you know the level of interest that you're taking in Japanese culture, uh I, I give you know give the show a call. Like especially if you self-identify as a weeaboo i think that that uh, much like much like the term otaku in japan weeaboo is a much more western focused word that has a negative connotation attached to it um so uh we'd love to hear from you we're going to go back to our phone lines again if you'd like to call limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord kooky's standing by she'll get you all set and she'll pass you along to us if you can hear us coming down your line it means that you're next up uh so uh we'll talk Talk to Chinchilla of Hyperion. What's up, Chinchilla? What up, fam? Hey, so I, I heard that you got a pizza, and that's why you disconnected. That's forgivable. Yeah, dog, and then you, like, raged about it. Like, give this dog a fucking Xanax or some shit. <laughs> now, now... Jesus. Now, this now here's bullshit. the thing. Now, I just... I was just going to forgive you, but now I'm going to take that back. But here's okay, the... Here, okay. here, but here's the, here's the make or break. What was the toppings on the pizza? Oh... Um, triple pineapple. Fuck oh, yes. Yes. yes! Dropping this no, fucking I'm call. Kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, no. What it, the was, line? it was, it's bacon, red pepper, uh, mushroom, and onion. Okay, that, no, no, fair. no, that's fine. That is that's fair. fine. That's that is fine. a good pizza. Guess, guess what? You get to stay on the call now. Okay, so, uh, Chinchilla, what's going on? Um, I just wanted to know, like, so I've been playing 11 for years, and then 14, and all that shit, but... Like all this stuff that you guys are classifying as like weeb, like the the XDs and the the waifu. That's relatively new. I've only started hearing that since fourteen. But like I, I always assumed half of it was just memeing around. 
Yeah, no, I think a lot of it is. I think that because uh, and again in the original uh, um, article or the original post on Reddit, yeah, he puts like the lols and the xds in there. I don't think that that's something that's exclusive to the Weeb talk, but it's probably thrown in there as well. But you're right, there is a certain level of it that probably could be attributed to just memeing around, especially considering yes, we are all playing a Japanese game, so a certain level of it, even with Weeaboo stuff aside, you're going to see a lot of crossover, which I think goes back to that gray area that we've been mentioning, right? Again, just having uh, anime. Wall scrolls doesn't make you a weeb. Even right. just watching yes. anime, all <laughs> yes, it does. Sorry, Juxta, we tried. What? No, no, no. You can't, you can't take that back. <laughs> Chinchilla did. That wasn't me. Yeah, sorry. That makes you we a don't, weeb. Yeah, we don't, we don't get to call all of the definitions here. Um, but no, I, 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 it's tough though because like. I have had an interest in in not Japanese culture, but Japanese developed specifically video games. And so I think sometimes even if you're, you know, if you say out loud to the certain to a certain crowd of people, yeah, I like Final Fantasy games. They're going to go, oh, you fucking weeb. You know what I mean? Like there is there. That's why I say that this is a massive gray area. But I think you think that's why you take such offense to weebs is because people easily classify you as one and you kind of have like this, this. Kind of oh, what, what kind like of the defensive reflexive mechanism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I'm not saying like all weebs are bad and all bad people are weebs, right? That's like fifth grade math class, but <laughs> no, because I think I think one of the things that we did quite purposefully when we started this show was we wanted it to feel much more like your average players, you know, your average play uh, FF14 players, and not these hyper weeby, uh, you know, super invested, uh, uh, you know, folks that you would expect sometimes. Because I mean, there is it, it is undeniable that. If you've played any amount of FF11 or 14, that there are weeaboos who take this to the next level, right? Like, I, I, I think it's funny that you're trying to trying to, you know, dissect my psychology for it, which is I, I do think that's funny. But um, I you can't deny that there are people who play this game that we interact with on a regular basis whose obsession or fixation on Japanese culture is is overbearing and that is that's the point that i think is being made is that it's being noticed like it's not just noticed by people who come in and play the game for the first time trying to catch up for a new expansion it's no it's been noticed by us in the community for a long time that's why we make fun of it so much like there it's not like just today on episode one one twelve we're talking a lot about weeaboos or trashing a lot on weeaboos we trash on weeaboos all the fucking time Even before stormblood all the fucking well, time. I, I think this goes back to two, like you said earlier, like uh, weeboos don't even really encompass Japanese culture. They encompass this little tiny, like weirdness. Like, uh, what'd you call it earlier? Um, they they fetishize they fetishize yeah they they fetishize certain aspects of Japanese culture that when you talk to someone who is Japanese they go yeah I mean that's a part of our culture but it's not like it's like a subset focus. it's like a subset of like the cutesy anime version like like that's well, where they pull girls, all of their experience TV kind of shit. yeah, but, yeah. But they basically just take like the certain parts of Akihabara and be like this is Japan yes and and yeah. and it's and it's kind of like a cherry picking of what you want to to apply to this 
version of Japan that you've built in your head. And 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 again, the criticism of like most of these people have never even been to Japan is is much more like you are creating something that doesn't actually exist instead of actually having a genuine interest in fascination in the culture. I think you can have an interest in culture that isn't yours and you can do it in a way that doesn't try to absorb that onto yourself. Again, I'm going to draw the parallels to hip hop again because I started working at a hip hop station this year. He's a hip hop weeb. And and the thing is is that I did not go out of my way to try to ingratiate myself into that culture. I said, uh, you know, I I didn't change what I dressed. I uh, the way that I dressed. I didn't change the way that I spoke. It was just okay, well, I'm I'm going to be learning a whole lot of new things and I'm going to be open to it and I'm just still going to be me and and you know what I mean? Like there wasn't this like whole concerted effort to be like, well, I want to fit in. And and that's and there's not even like a grander culture for you to fit in. It's like a, a lot of weebs do it to stand out from their peer group. And that makes it an even, I think even a, there's even a weirder aspect to it there. Um, yeah, but I think most of it's just maturity, right? I mean, I'm... Some of it is, but then I, why... I might why, be almost 30, but you know what I mean? It's I'm not going to change who I am to fit a culture. I, You know what I mean? But I there know, are but people who do. Like, there are people who you know, who who start doing this and then never grow out of it. Who have Facebook accounts that use their in-game Japanese name? Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> like you know what I mean? Like, it... What? It, there, there's, there's. My a, name isn't Japanese, by the way. It's Persian. Get the fuck out. I, I'm, I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally willing to give kids uh, who are playing with a, a self identity the benefit of the doubt. But there is, there does seem to be a maturity point that you reach where you go, oh, well, maybe that's kind of fucked up for me to to try to do that, to try to make that a, a part of my culture, try to make that a part of my tapestry that I think makes up who I am as a person. I, I, I yes, we get to choose some of that but I don't think we get to choose all of it and I you know if you want to bury the person that you were born as fine go ahead and do that you have every right to do that but I I also get to have my opinion of that like as as someone who is projecting that as their personality I get to have an opinion about that like I get to react to that I get to interpret that in a way that that makes sense to me and if my reaction is oh, that's kind of racist like then you got to deal with that. Like, if you don't like, if you don't like me thinking that, you know, that's a little bit racist, like there's very little that you can do to change that perception. And now it's about like, what, how are you presenting yourself as an individual? So, I, I mean, you're not wrong, but at the same time though, I, I feel like there is an aspect to this that is that just sends up a lot of red flags and becomes a, a, like very distasteful and and turns me off a, as a person from from someone else like that's I think that's my only point is you know I'm not trying to condemn it necessarily but I'm saying that this is my reaction to it as a person and I agree with the evaluation that cultural appropriation it has an aspect of racism in it yeah oh I don't disagree with that at all 
All right. Well, Chinchilla, thanks for the call. We'll let you get back to your awesome pizza and uh, enjoy those non-pineapple toppings. We appreciate it. Uh, Again, if you'd like to give the show a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We're going to keep this going a little bit longer. It's very hot in the studio. It's so hot in the studio. You know what? It got humid outside. It's like not even hot outside, but it got humid humid outside, and it's really, really becoming brutal. So if you'd like to get your calls in, make sure you get them lined up right now. Now, Shinjima. <clears throat> we're gonna go we're gonna go back to our phone lines and talk to Viviana. What's up, Viviana? Hey y'all, what's up? Once again, the voice you don't expect oh, to hear from that dang name. It, I thought that was gonna be a girl. Thank you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> what's up? Yeah, it's about the whole uh weed thing. It's I don't know. It, it's like there, there needs to be a middle ground because I'm, I like Japanese culture. Well, mostly the history, like, you know, the samurai, the shogun, and all that stuff. I just find that really interesting. That's sure. fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the people like freaking Ken Sama who freaking has a, wears a Komodo and practices the sword or whatever bullshit that stupid meme says. Or like the dude earlier who uh, was paid 25 bucks to go to the May Cafe but backed out because dude behind him was uh, <laughs> didn't brush his teeth and wear the Sailor Moon outfit. Yeah, that that is freaking weed, man. I'm sorry. That, you comp that shit down. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's the thing is like, uh, again, you know, it, you play this game, you you end up interacting with that that kind of attitude. You go to a convention, you end up interacting with it. It's not it's not something that you find every single day. No. This is not shit that you run into. You don't find the the overweight dude in the Sailor Scout outfit on the bus every day. They're going they're on their way to a specific convention, and it happens in very specific places. But there are people there are people, and and granted, it's way less. I'm not saying again. I, I I feel like people are thinking that I'm saying if you go to an anime convention once, you have the weeb disease. That's not what no. I'm saying. Something we said at the beginning of the show is that we like to throw the term weeb around yes. a lot. We, as a we use insult. we use it very liberally. We do, but yes. in this case, we are talking about extreme cases yeah, of it, and, and we're talking about the the people who wear the Pikachu onesie on the bus and are not Ugh. are not. You know they, they they like they don't understand why people are staring. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of shit where it's like I don't know. Do, do you need help? Do you do, do you not understand what's going on here? Do you not understand why people are reviled by that and recoil from that? Like that and and that is really kind of the crux of this. Is there were so many reactions to this notion that look the weebiness is very cringeworthy and and that would be really nice to be not have to interact with like the number of reactions that the facebook post had was insane like the 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 number of people coming in and going oh well the weeabooism is completely defensible like without even reading it because the majority of them would comment twice the first one is the comment to, to, to get all offended by the title and the fact that this thing even exists Without even having read it, because in it they'll say, "Oh, I'm not even going to read it," and then later they come back after having read it and then try to defend themselves. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's just indicative of 2017 and the way that people read headlines, and then you know they're like, "Ah, oh, maybe I should figure out what they're trying to say," and then they read it and they disagree with it even more. I, I just it, the whole thing is absolutely ridiculous, and the fact that you know people try to pass this off as their self identity is just uh, ugh, ugh. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's like, didn't you have people on freaking Baomeng who, you know, as they're, they're, they're pretty much uh, <laughs> the ERP server. And then people wonder, well, why do you have that reputation? Well, because this shit's weird. Well, like, and, and the thing is, um, look, you can ERP without being a weeaboo. I mean, there's a lot of overlap in that area. But uh, I, I think that, yeah, you can, you can uh, actually, you know. Uh, if you if you're into role play or even into ERP, you can do it in a way that doesn't make everyone around you go. Ugh. I mean, maybe that's what you want. Maybe that's the goal. But I, I just I think that damn exhibitionists. I, I just I think that like I don't know. Like I I feel like being a weeb like a gen like if someone is like damn you're really a fucking weeb like that's a, that's not a thing to aspire to be. You, you know what it is because look, look look everyone everywhere you go has culture somewhere they have history right yeah. but you can't always look at someone and be like boom that's the classification he falls but into you can't, and you can't claim it as yours you can't you can't right, go right well i'm really into the civil war and you know i'm gonna claim that for me like what the fuck you, are you talking like, about you mentioned like you know people wearing the pikachu onesie or like people who walk around with waifu pillows right the thing about weeaboos that i think is outwardly cringeworthy isn't just that this is their culture or their self-identity but they have this need that or or, or, or like this urge that everyone around them like like I have to let you know, yeah. this is my identity. It's the projection of it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Viviana, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, again, if you want to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Show is unique in that we allow you to call the. I mean, we just we you know we barely even screen your calls. Uh, I mean, Kooky asks you what you want to fucking talk about before you get on the air. But I mean, like again, this is just raw reaction of people who are watching right now if you feel some kind of way about this you can call and if you're patient enough to deal with hold times like a normal goddamn radio show oh my god then you'll be able to get on the air and actually express your opinion with no one uh, you know no one no one's gonna try to admin you no one's i'm not gonna go back and edit your opinion out of the show this is live people are hearing it right now if you have a message for the ff14 community that you want to deliver now's the time to do it so again limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord let's go back to the phone lines and talk to crimson light farron of hyperion what's going on hi guys hi nika (laughs) (laughs) now you fucked it up (laughs) i did i did yeah i'm I'm used to i used to i'm used to calling you into old radio shows so i'm used to the wait time so (laughs) well uh anyway i just i wanted to give my uh thoughts on the idea of cultural appropriation and, you know, my issues with the idea of it uh, versus like, like how it's defined versus how it's applied in practical uh, application and conversation. That, that sounds a little sense. smart for our show, bro, but, but we'll, uh, we'll entertain it. We'll yeah, entertain it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. You might, Give it a shot. you might be talking <laughs> over our dumb heads, but that's okay. We, we're, we're going to, we're going to try to keep up with you. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm not trying to sound smart. Uh, so, well, my, well. First off, I can get behind the idea of cultural appropriation. I get the sentiment behind it. You know, the basic idea that you sh- that you should not be disrespecting other people's cultures. You shouldn't steal, disrespect all that other jazz. My issue is that how it's defined and how it's applied in everyday conversation is that it is used more as a club. It's more used as a bludgeon to silence people or things that you may not necessarily like. And it's also almost always uh, one-sided. It's never you, it's never applied fairly or practically across the board. It's just a, 
I, in my opinion, it's used more as a tool to silence those whom you might disagree with rather than using it to further productive dialogue. Well, but I think, I mean, we've spent, we've spent about 45 minutes, I think in somewhat, at least somewhat productive dialogue, breaking down why this actually would be a justifiable uh, uh, labeling of cultural misappropriation. And I I get, I I understand your point that a lot of times it's really just used to end the conversation and go. And and I think, I think like right now, specifically racism as, as a label is used in yes. that same way where somebody goes it's racist and then they go yeah okay we can never talk about this anymore right that's it's not- used the same way that the word misogynistic is used in conversation yes. today yes and and I, and I do agree with you on the idea that it's being used as a bludgeon and in more cases than not it's not actual cultural cultural misappropriation that's happening it's something that the individual doesn't agree with I totally totally see your point there and I totally agree I don't think that that's what's happening here, and I don't think that's what's happening in our evaluation of it. But oh no no no, I, I agree with that completely. I mean, I think I think a lot of uh, so-called uh, weebs and otaku's are trying to take that uh, cultural appropriation misnomer and applying it to their situation. Right. When in yeah, and you know, no, I I, to- I I agree with that. Like when when in reality. When in reality, I think a much more productive conversation is to go, okay, well, this is, but this is the thing that I like. So how do I, how do I, in, in a way that doesn't turn other people off, how do I, you know, roll that into part of my personality or how do I keep that? You know what I mean? Like, I think that is a way different conversation than the one that we're that we're having right now, which is like, well, where do we define weeb? And and I don't know that there again there. I don't think there is a black and white application of this and and, and saying that it can be applied, you know, the same across the board. I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think that it again, I've said it multiple times. It's a gray area. This is something that it doesn't have a definitive yes, no binary answer. Like there's it's it's not like you do something, you know, oh, you're into anime. That makes it cultural appropriation and thus you're racist. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in extreme cases where people are actually go- doing the cultural appropriation this is why it's racist this is why it's insensitive and this is why it, it you know when you do it people do not react very kindly to it and i think that that is necessary to understand for anyone who's standing on the sidelines in this of this conversation and going well why are people so mad at me for using you know uh, 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 an emoji face you know what i mean like i i, I think i think people to understand the reaction to it uh, also need to you know uh have have a pretty good idea of what's you know what's what's happening in this conversation oh yeah yeah i mean but also talking like like uh perhaps you know like someone wanting to have a genuine like say japanese uh, tea party in that old style versus somebody trying to think of somebody on the west coast here trying to think of uh, what they think is what anime culture might be like or something sure. like that but i also think that the reaction also needs to be uh, appropriate as well because not every claim of you know so-called cultural appropriation might not necessarily be so no, I think I think you're absolutely right. 
Um, I think it takes a very critical eye and and, you know, some really, you know, you have to if you're going to level the charge of cultural appropriation, you better be able to back that up. You better be able to know why it's cultural appropriation and you better be able to explain it to that person, because I think that that that's that's a contingent of this whole conversation is that, you know what, like if you're going to have an opinion, if you're going to claim a dog in this fight, like at least understand what the fuck you're talking about in the first place and i i mean maybe it's just maybe that's indicative of a lot of the the weebs i know or i have met but it does it it does come seem to come from a place of ignorance and then doubling down on that ignorance and going well but it's not racist and this is why like that's it's that's the automatic defensive position and i don't know that anyone needs to take a defensive position for the thing that they're into but you know like again when it when it turns people off from your personality in mass like maybe that's worth talking about well, like maybe do, that's worth examining but i do think if you, if someone calls out something you do that is racist and you don't believe it is it's fine to try to defend it yeah sure yeah, you know what i might be proven wrong but i don't think it is and this is why absolutely that that's the thing is that once you get labeled with an ist that doesn't end the conversation that doesn't right. mean that you can't you can't mount a defense because and and i think that that is a really important thing to be able to have conversations about maybe what is racist or what is sexist and and instead of just blanketly applying the the label and going uh, okay this is bad and and we're we're always going to consider it bad that it's actually much more an evolved conversation of figuring out okay well does this meet the definitions of racism and why and then you know expounding from that because everyone reflexively wants to say that nothing i do is racist i'm not a you know like that but that's not true like sometimes it is and you don't know any better and you know mm-hmm. what I, i'm willing to you know what as a as a person as an individual i'm willing to for, forgive that kind of shit but you have to have you have to be open to the conversation like you have to be open to having the conversation in the first fucking place uh thank you so much crimson light uh for calling the show we appreciate hearing from you uh we're gonna go back to our phone lines and take our final call here we appreciate everyone si- uh sounding off on uh, on this topic especially uh those right at the end uh apparently my, my making fun of uh, your ability to call the show lit lit a couple of fires underneath you guys. I'm proud of you for that. The Good fires of Gondor have been lit. I, I does that? I don't think that has a bearing on this conversation. Yeah, I just wanted to say it. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to our Rav Mal. What's up, Rav? Uh, not too much. Just was wanted to call in because uh, I actually completely agree with uh, what you're saying, and it definitely. Um, well, I think that the fact that MMO you know, I, I forget what the name of the, the magazine, but I think the fact that they're talking about that is kind of interesting. Um, I, I, th- I think that, you know, the whole idea that there's cultural, there is an element of cultural appropriation to it uh, is definitely a good conversation. Um, and that's actually something that I kind of uh, had a self-realization with when I was younger too. And uh, you may, you actually made the point in the previous call that, you know, it really comes to that, you know, not doubling down on the, oh, no, this isn't racist. So this isn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, you know, like if if someone comes to you, you know, like if 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 you think you might be a weeb, 
right? And someone who is Japanese comes to you and goes, that's a little bit fucking much. And you go, no! Like, where do you get off to say fucking no to that? Like, I'm not saying that my criticism of your behavior is 100% valid, but if someone coming in from who is actually a member of that culture comes in and says, hey, you might want to tone it down. Like, I think you need to be open to that type of criticism as a human being, if, you know, if, if a conversation like this is going to move forward. Uh, I, I agree. Um, the one thing that I do think with like the whole otaku uh, in the West, though, uh, I think that really just goes akin to the whole, you know, identifying yourself as a geek or something like that. It's uh, taking something that's like a, a very negative uh, title and giving it a positive attribute or taking pride in the fact that you have something that you truly love yeah and yeah you you can you're just that's just that's just part of who you are yeah you make a good point like the definition of like what we view as a geek or a nerd means something entirely different than what it meant 20 years ago yeah yeah uh, you're absolutely there's like a reclamation of the word and and you're able to kind of you know twist it into a positive yeah i mean and and that happens on a fairly regular basis with all different types of culture but at the same time again if it's not yours and you and you you know put that on top of your personality and say well this is mine now you know like you don't you don't just get to fucking do that type of shit and then not have someone criticize you for it and you know maybe part of this i can't believe i'm saying this maybe part of this is on us because we throw the term weeb around so much that we've Very kind of liberally. we've kind of separated it from its meaning I mean, uh, specifically on this show? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why I think that's why some of us wanted to have this conversation. Yeah. Is it, you know, we it is it is kind of a laugh line. And it's, that's fine. And it can be. It's allowed to be. Yeah. That's not the problem. The problem is that, you know, the the people who really don't see the problem with it. I think that's the real problem. The people who are oblivious to why this would be offensive to anyone. That's yeah. the th- that's I think the thing that I, I, I push back against where it's like, you know, again, like like you were saying, uh, Rav, where it's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not open to the idea that I could be wrong. What is that shit? You know, like I, I, I just I think you've got to be open to receiving criticism no matter what it is, no matter yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's like a, a general thing about being a person I, yeah. I really feel especially in this day and age exactly. especially in this day and age you know you really have to right and it and, and it's funny because like uh, again one of the big criticisms that we get from people who don't actually participate in this show is that you know we we sit behind microphones and we have all of this commentary and and cynical criticism that goes on and but the thing is, is we leave the lines open for people to call us out on our shit and disagree with us all the fucking time. Yeah, they never do. The the idea like the the idea that we're closed off to criticism is laughable when you have 100% open phone lines. Let's it, complain about it. When you when you have an open line of communication to the to to, you know, people who you are think are being overcritical, that doesn't mean that they're closed off to your criticism. I'll defend my point of view. I'll, I would expect you to do the same thing. I mean, and, and again, yeah, I've mentioned this before on this show. Listening, uh, agreeing with me is not a precondition of listening to the show. There's plenty of people who listen to the show who don't agree with the shit that I say. We do this show and we don't agree I with the shit say, he says. <laughs> yeah, we're on the show. 
And and I think that that's that's a pretty important distinction to 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 make versus other shows who will build discussions and have it be completely isolated or insular. We don't do that. We don't isolate our criticism. We bring it onto the show. We talk about it. We laugh about it. People are like, "Oh, we you laugh at them." Yeah, sometimes when it's justified. When when the idea is laughable, yeah, we'll laugh at it, but we also take criticism seriously. We also actually do take it to heart. It's just we have a pretty good bullshit detector, and we'll call you out on it mm. if we feel like it's bullshit. Anyway, Rav, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. It's been an interesting discussion. I've really liked this discussion. I was looking forward to this all week. I do not like. I do not like weebiness. Okay, well, I think and I've made and, and I've been able to make that quite fucking clear throughout this whole segment. Look, someone in the chat pointed something out, which makes me feel bad now, and I feel like we should end the discussion. It's a good thing that was our last call. But Shinjima said, "Now ask yourself." Who does more harm to society, a weeb or a KKK member? That's why this whole topic is pointless. Hey, hey, well, hi. because there are worse hi. things. Hi. You're, you're correct. KKK member probably wins, but that doesn't mean we ignore this. Uh, right, right. I mean, that's, that's like saying why be upset when you're struggling with your bills when there are starving African children. Like, right. there is always going to be something worse in life, but there are still things like this that need to be discussed so that we all can come to. And when, because you were not listening, culture. also at the beginning of this conversation, we prefaced it all with "you can like anime." Yeah. That's right. okay. Yeah, exactly. Now, I think uh, someone we can, over like, here draw the line at has body been, pillows. I right? say someone over here in the chat has maybe been uh, poking the bear a little bit. Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> you got, were, we got so much use out of that salted earth. You emote. were salting the shit out of that earth, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, now again, and 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 this is a really important point that you know when why are we talking about this right now? Because this is directly related. To the Final Fantasy XIV community. If the KKK had a large presence in the FF14 community and they were using FF14 as a recruitment tool, do you think for a second that we wouldn't talk about it? Oh, we totally would. Do you think even for a half of a second that we would let that slide? That we would just ignore that? And if you think that the answer is yes, you're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your mind. That'd be a very loud episode. No one's saying that because weeaboos exist, that the KKK is justifiable. No one said that. No one drew that logic jump. Are no, you sure? Yes, yes I'm, I'm 100% sure. positive, unless Juxta said it by accident. That's the only... If I thought that would be I, I refilled my drink a couple of times during this conversation. Maybe he said that when I was out of the room. He but you can't not. draw that fucking conclusion. You can't draw that fucking conclusion. The reason we're talking about this now is not so that we can get on our soapbox about fucking weebooism or racism or anything like that. And we're not trying to drive anyone out of town or anything. It's Nate puts it, puts it really good in the chat. We I weeaboos. Yeah. Yeah, we are. You're right. They're not hurting anyone. We're still going to listen. We're still going as fuck, but they're not hurting anyone. We're still going to shit on you on a regular basis. That's not going to change. Yeah. Okay. We're still going to take hot, steamy dumps Ew. all over the idea that your shit is cool because it's Ew. not. It's not. Your shit's not cool. Fucking the weeby shit. Everybody's shit stinks. The weeby shit is not cool, <laughs> and that's fine. Flaming lamers. That's fine, and you can think that the, the whole gimmick around the show isn't cool. Fine, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. But the fact is, 
that this does affect the FF14 community, and that's why we talk about it and not the KKK. So thank you for your fucking evaluation of the conversation, but... I think he's a little bit off base there. Um, anyway, I do want to thank all of our calls today. This has been an interesting discussion. We made up for the the, the time that we had to cut last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? Again, you know, look, even though we you had a slightly smaller podcast last week, we've more than made up for that this week. So I think we're good on that uh, on that account. But anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We uh, we love hearing from you. We love getting your calls and uh, we love having an active chat room like this. So make sure that you come back and join us each and every single Sunday starting at 4 p.m. Live here on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Twitch.tv, I'm sorry, uh, patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio uh, to support the show. And we hope that you would, uh, especially if you like what you hear, uh, to, to ensure that we're able to keep the show as high quality as it is. That depends on your support over at patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. All right, I want to thank my crew, of course, uh, Skuro, who has been uh, hanging around, I think. I don't know if no, he had the. No, no, Still going? Oh, like fuck that. you, Skuro. Uh, Kooky Persona, who has been uh, diligently getting all of our callers, even when they've been hanging up on her, over to us here in the studio. And spamming Thank the you. shit out of her emo. Thank you very much for your hard work, Kooky. You know, I handled it okay. And, uh, I, of course, thank you to uh, my crew, Kahlo Landis, Escalia Rayumasa, Nika Kayanian, and Juxtaposition. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Aniro Gregori, Kahlo Landis, and Kuki Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzi are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Share a Heart Slot, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with a Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash huskybythegeek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Limit Break Radio.